<laughs> this is how we starting this week. Sean Cloud, I got a show for y'all today, boy. Me and Brooklyn here, we hit a pod. We are here to pod. This is how we started off. We got, we're going this way. I'm, I'm introducing the soul to the pod. I got to start off with that forlorn, which we're going to talk about. But before that, we're going to get into some shit. I got a set for y'all today. Apple Music is running. The computer is back. We here, nigga. We up. We is up, up. Yes, Lord. That's a fact. By the spot, no, she don't love me no more. Ain't even funny no more. She had to move on to someone who got what she need. I only got what she want. I hope you covered in diamonds today. Hope you don't question the time in the day. Hope that you know that your mama ain't like me, and that's why I'm probably not by you today. Dilly yeah. beloved was lucky to love you, but I ain't recovered yet. So maybe I'm jealous, but slim in that tux doesn't look like a level up. I think there's pressure. Your sister is young and she chilling, she settled up. So you gonna sell yourself short of perfection and get you a good enough? I got too lazy pursuing your stop chasing. I just called you at 2 a.m. Complicated, immature, and confused. Cause I want you, but don't know what to do with ya. Oh, that's some bars. But wait, wait, wait. Just watch how I do this. I, I, I'm getting better at DJing. Just watch how I do this. We set the vibe. We set the vibe. We set the vibe, man. We set the vibe. We gonna get up there. Don't worry. I'm in on a high note. Don't y'all worry. Introducing the soul, white soul. We're gonna talk about white soul today. <laughs> Shout out to our Caucasian viewers. Y'all got some fire music. We fuck with it. They know where they got it from, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. But like, I'm not the guy that's going to the typical great white artist that people be like, like, Queen go hard, but like Rolling Stones. Give me some Harlan Oats. <laughs> to yell another woman name, all right? You bugging out. That's a song. I can sing songs. <laughs> Wait, we going up? You wondered where I've been. Hey, white soul. Shout out to my girlfriend, people. <laughs> Man is a menace. I'm having too much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them, Bobby. They wonder what's wrong with you. Ain't that something to say? If you, if your friend is wondering what's wrong with you, that's a problem. Thanks. No. <laughs> let go, Bobby. Let go. But wait. Let's get it. This is the last one, ladies and gentlemen. We having a good time. You tuning into the Bros Who Think podcast, best podcast on the motherfucking planet. With my guy Brooklyn, we got Schubert and Ian coming up later. We having us a good time. Yes, lead us out, Tina Marie. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. This is the type of song that make you want to do that. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> you see the vibes? They <laughs> came in with the old heads radio intro. Yes, ladies. Yes, ladies. How y'all doing tonight? <laughs> Crazy. 
I wish y'all YouTube could see this, but we'll we'll put we'll, when we get a Patreon, we'll put the full video on there. Y'all will see our, our dance moves because that's all we do for this part. Wait, hit it, white girl. Huh. <laughs> wow. To you, baby. Fucking vibe. Oh killer, bro. Welcome, <laughs> welcome, 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 welcome into the Bros Who Think podcast. This is episode 214. I'm your host, Mr. Lyndon Burton, aka Youngboy Dwitz, aka the People's Champ, aka Beard Gang, aka can't find my sound effects. This is just a bitch. But how are y'all doing today? Joined by my guys always, Mr. Brooklyn. Brooklyn, how you doing, bro? I'm doing good, bro. I mean, I'm doing a lot better since you played the bops. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, look, look right here. I got us. I got us. Bow. There we go. Got him in here. There we go. Shout out to you, the people. Shout out to the viewers. So look, I'm transparent with y'all with everything. We keep it a bean because like that's what that's what this podcast is. We give y'all us. We give y'all most of us some stuff we keep to ourselves. But I wouldn't be myself if I didn't talk about what happened to me this week. And that I feel can help people. I don't want y'all to think that this is me saying like, oh, feel sorry for me or anything. Nothing like that. But I got to let y'all know this week I dealt with my grandpa passing away. I want to dedicate this episode to him. Like anytime we talk about someone passing, we always say, moment of silence but when it's someone that affects us we got to talk about it so i just want to say shout out to my grandpa he would he wouldn't want me not to pod because he always taught me that like you love people in life you show people you love them in life you don't be them people that's crying passed out can't move on can't live in death and i don't want to use this to bring the mood down i want to use this as a teaching moment to talk about like how we process death, how we deal with grief. And I promise after this, we're going to get to the jokes and all of that. But I, I feel like in this podcast, we have moments where I feel like we connect with y'all because we talk about real shit, whether that's George Floyd dying, whether that's um, political shit, whether that's shit that's, that's racial driven, that's religious, driven, whatever it may be. There's moments of time where we have to have real conversations and I want to use this as something that I can help people because that's what my grandpa did. He helped people. So to me, B, I feel like in terms of grieving, I, I probably don't grieve the right way. Like I probably am, I don't probably grieve healthy. Like I'm the type of person where I want to be by myself, get all my cries out alone and then move on with it. But I will say when I went to see my mom hugged her and cried, that, that gave me, that put me at peace. That put me at ease. So maybe. The being with people is true, but me personally, it took me forever to go there because it was like, <laughs> I don't know why it just, it, it was hard to just, you don't want to see the people you love hurt. And I guess that's what that was for me. Well, yeah. And I mean, when, when it's, when it's somebody that close, like, you know what I'm saying? I personally haven't lost anybody that close to me, but this is like, the first time, like, yeah, right. I know, yeah. So this is one where it's like you know the other ones you help you know you might have reached out like hey bro if you need anything let me know that but was this me. Is one where it it directly impacts you and your mom so I can understand where it was like a lot of things being built up until y'all got to the point where y'all saw each other and embraced each other and then 
the emotions came running. And that makes a lot of sense because when it's somebody that close, that that is yep. going to happen. And no matter how long you try to prolong it, when you see that other person that's hurting just as much as it's, you are, it's going to come out. The emotions, exactly. yeah, the emotions will take over. And see, I think that that was very cathartic for me. And I know like there's people, for example, my homie, my best friend, me and him, he lost someone very close to him. He's dealt with that and I was with him, but I know he's the type of person that he likes to be by himself. I like to be by myself. I don't know if that's our generation thing, but I will say this. Talking does help to an extent, but everybody grieves in their own way. And I do think right. that death is something that, at least for me now, before it might have been different. I can't speak about before because I don't know. But now I think it's it's something where it's like, you got to love people in the time. And that's when I'm so happy that I had a relationship with my grandpa. Like me and my grandpa were close. That was my guy. Like, and I don't have any regret. There's no regret in my heart. So that's another reason why I'm at peace. So it's like, to me, I feel like we got to take this opportunity to be like every day. You got to tell the people you love, you love them. Cause you don't know how, how long you gonna have with them. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. I remember. And it's funny. Cause it was like overnight where I went from hanging up the phone with my sisters and it would be like, I bitch, talk to you later or some shit like that. Now it's like, you know, every time I hang up the phone, it's love you, blah, 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 this and that. And it's like, I know they think the same thing. Like, when the fuck do we become the old people that all of a sudden when we hang up the phone, we talk about some I love you type shit. Like That's, that's me and my brother too time. now. Yeah. And it, it just, it, I don't know when it happened, but now it's just like, I don't know if we got older, we just realized that like we had this appreciation like, hey, you could be here today, going tomorrow. So, you know what I'm saying? Every day, every chance I get. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I, exactly, I get Exactly, exactly. And also for the people out there, because I know there's people that fear death. To me, because I, I, I am one of those people that I, I don't know if I fear it. I don't know how I feel about it because of the, the what's next. But I now found comfort in the fact that you can never die if you leave an impact on people. If, if you touch people and how people remember you, you'll live on for forever. And that, to me, is true immortality. And if you can help someone, if you can help people, I think, I truly think that's the purpose of like life. Like, yeah. Of course, I have my own personal goals, but inside of them, if I can touch people and help people, the more people I help, I think that's what leaving a legacy and immortality is. Because think about it. We talk about people in here, like you, you talk about Martin Luther King, you talk about the Julius, you, they're immortal. They, they, they last forever for things that they did, not for, yeah, Martin Luther King gave I Have a Dream, but it's all the million of black kids that saw him and was like, damn, that shit. That shit mattered. It impacted me. It moved me. It touched me. Like, that's what I think matters in this life. And, and I 100% agree with you, bro. I remember I was probably, I was probably like 12 or 13. And I had a teacher who, he went into teaching for the wrong reasons. And mm -hmm. I had another teacher, like, he was like the, he was the English teacher. The other dude was like the math teacher, shit like that. And the math teacher told me, and he was like, me and my brother grew up poor in North Carolina, right? And we told each other that it didn't matter how much money you could accumulate. It's more about how many people can I impact? We yeah. moved to New York City. We're teachers here. And we, 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 we get to leave a, a positive impact on these kids' lives each and every year. Versus somebody who's doing it for a check. And he's thinking to himself, like, if all you want to do in life is step, is make another step to see, like, how much money you can make. 
You can't take that shit with you, bro. Yeah, and the thing is, there's always gonna be another step you gotta you gotta climb. Right. There's like, always another step. If you're looking for money, there's always another step. If that's yep. what, if that if clout is what drives you, there's always something else. If there's money that drives you, there's always something else. But if yeah. you you know more focused on how many people you're you're impacting in your lifetime, I think, like you said, that's really what it all boils down to, bro. And and that's the thing, man, because it's like if you're remembered for helping people, if you're remembered for being a, a role model, if you're remembered for being someone that taught people, that showed people, that that just did the right stuff, then that's how your legacy lives on and that's how your name will carry on. And that's what I think I take away from this. And for those out there dealing with someone with a lo- that lost someone close to them, just know it gets better as time. I Day one, couldn't stop crying. Day two, feel a little bit better. Day three might be crying again, but it's it's a process that you have to go through and don't be afraid to cry. As black men, that's something that's like, oh, we we shouldn't cry. Our men in general, men shouldn't cry. Bro, I had my I had my tear tissues piled up in like a little in a little pyramid. My nigga. Don't send the niggas my way, all right? <laughs> I had a daughter and I'll be crying for Lynn. I can't go to the movies with people no more. <laughs> I need to be by myself, nigga. I got this fear of things ending. If it end on a good note or end on a bad note, I'm in the theater crying. I be in this bitch watching Disney Plus, bro. Thea be looking at me like, yo, you crying again, bro? What's wrong? Like, Look, man. She looking at me. Yo, my daughter be looking at me crazy. She's three now. Looking at my grown ass like, bro, you crying again? We've seen the ending <laughs> in this movie already, boy. You've already seen the end. It's not even a new movie. Why are you crying? Like, she would be like, dad, are you crying again? I'm like, look, man, my damn business. <laughs> so, so don't bring them my way. If they talk about men don't cry, look, them men ain't got no kids, man, because I be crying for everything. I be in that bitch crying like Tyrese. <laughs> I, I will say it's cathartic, because I will say this. I hadn't cried in a while, so like, everything was just coming out. It was just out of there. And I think that's something where my girlfriend's like, you need, you need to cry a little more. And, and, and I do re- do realize that. And it should be, because maybe I'll cry like once every two months, three months, maybe, maybe once every month, something like that. It's not like, but I think people should cry at least two times a month, at least two times a month. Minimum. Gotta, because you gotta, you gotta release that emotion somehow. I cry more than two times a month, so I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I have. It's funny because I went from a dude who probably didn't cry two times in a year. <laughs> That's what me. Like to cry like five times a month, and I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, but I, you feel I, happier, I huh? You feel happier, huh? Of pent up tears because now saying. they start like. A bitch done watched Frozen like 20 times, bro. <laughs> and the end comes, and I'm still crying. I'm like, yo, bro, what's good with you? Bro? Like, I mean, straight face. face but I think, that's a, I think that's a real thing, like, because I'm, I'm telling you, I think because when we hold emotions in for so long, no matter how long it is, it's got to come out at some point. Like, it needs to. And it's better that it comes out in the form of a tear than anger. Like, you don't want to be that, that guy. Like... Right. You definitely want it to come out in the form of tears than than rage. That is a hundred percent. You do not want to be that guy because like that's not healthy at all. So, but like I said, I wanted to make it short and sweet. I wanted to use this opportunity, maybe cathartic for myself, just to talk about it, get my feelings out there, be made me laugh, feel better. But I hope it helps someone out there who's going through a similar situation. Or if you listen to this and in the future you go through it, maybe you reflect on this conversation. I just hope it helps people out there. Now, let's get to the jokes. 
in the bullshit. And first off, we got to start with the biggest bullshit. Man, Boosie Boo is out of here, dog. It's over for him. Brooklyn, he went too far. It was only a matter of time. It was only a matter of time. He He was going to keep pushing the fucking needle until there was no needle left to push. He went too far. I was waiting for this, and now here we are. He went way too far. Like, okay. So I had a conversation with somebody. I'm not going to name them. I had a conversation. And they, were, they, was like, they were like, um, basically, I think that the only thing that was wrong was him telling him to kill himself. I was like, bro, he can't call somebody the F word because to me, that's like calling a black person the N word. He was like, that's not the same. And I was like, how? You can't say that's not the same. You can't. They feel yeah. it. They feel that that is, one of, that is one of the most degrading things you can call someone who's homosexual. So I was like, and he was like, all right, you got a point there. So to me, you could make jokes, I guess, about saying you want, he he go, go go keep sucking dicks and getting in the butt, whatever. That's distasteful. But like calling him the f word and saying go kill yourself, nah, bro, Boosie. You- yeah, bro, and that's and too like, much. That's too far. Too far. What I said to somebody was, all right, so you know how you can say the n word with certain afflictions to make he, you really. Mm. He said it er. That, that was er. That was ER, bro. That was the equivalent of a say N- that. of of that's what I was hey, nigger. Like that's what that <laughs> was, bro. Like that was bad. Like that was bad. He had it in all caps. And I can't find the second tweet because he made another tweet that was just as bad. I never saw the second tweet. I just saw the first one. No, I just saw the first one too. Twitter took down the second one because I went to his profile to see the first oh, one. Oh shit. And then they had another one. If they took too. the second one down, that shit was raw then. That bitch had to be raw. <laughs> and I couldn't find but, it. No, there were no screenshots of the second one. It was just the first one. The reason being though is like I said before, obviously it was faster for somebody on the baby's terms to be canceled because he was a mainstream artist. Mm-hmm. It 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 would take more to hurt a street artist because most of his people agree with his ignorant comments. And they still going to listen to him. Like, I don't think Boosie's going to be canceled, but I don't think he's going to get the looks. Like, he's going to get shadow banned. Like, he's going to get That's- people People outside of the people that fuck with him are not going to see his Instagram, not going to see his tweets, not going to see his Facebook, he's, his movie, not going to get no ad space. Like, even if he paid for it, it's going to be, he's going to get shadow banned and get banned from things retroactively like maybe br radio station stop playing him street niggas still gonna listen he's still gonna get his streams and he's still gonna get his ig shit maybe but he's gonna be shadow banned he's gonna feel it in ways that that aren't necessarily because you're right he's a street nigga and those majority of those people sad to say agree with that and, and and it's like you said and he's gonna be on instagram and facebook blah 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 talking about some oh Mark Zuckerberg got to see me. My algorithm fucked up. Like, yeah, no, he going to definitely be saying you that. Fuck, you fucked your algorithm up, nigga. Mm-hmm. Your fucking words. Nobody did that but you. Nobody so, like, told this, him to say happen. that, bro. And Lil Nas X, and see, that's another thing I was arguing. They were like, Lil Nas X shouldn't have said that. Boosie is street, nigga. You can't say, oh, I got a song with Boosie. What does that mean? I was like, bro, get some tough fucking skin. Lil Nas X said, yeah, I got a song with Boosie coming. All Boosie should have said was, ha it's called dick in the butt. Like, I would have made a joke about, like. And on top of that, bro, if it was the other way around, like, they're talking about it now, they would say, oh, Boosie was just joking around. Yep. And that's what they're saying right now. And, and it's, so I'm like. Bro, you can't tell someone to go kill themselves. Like, I'm sorry. That's fucking right. that disgusting. Is, 
That's disgusting. No matter what we're talking about, bro, if you tell somebody to go kill yourself, you have crossed the line. Yeah. Whether you're talking to two heterosexual men, you're talking to a white person, a black person, where you're talking to a... Purple. It don't matter who it you don't is. Ma- yeah. once, once you tell somebody to go kill yourself, sir, you have crossed a life is Life is too important and you can't do some shit like that. That is, that is just scum shit. Like, okay, first off, that's crossing the line, scum shit. And then you're a homophobe and saying homophobic slurs. So like Boosie, like it's just, it's over for me with Boosie. Like it just is like, it's done. Like, and I have no regret. Cause like, I'm not clamoring to listen for the new Boosie album. Listen, bro. <laughs> I, I don't even be, I don't listen like, to the old when, shit. Even when I was DJing bro. And he came out with a new artist. I mean, he came out with a new project. I would just wait for two or three people to request the same fucking song. And then I download that one song and just play because, it because because they don't even be I don't even think the motherfucking street niggas listen to the whole fucking album. They be click 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 click. Oh, this one a banger. Click 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 click, and then they come and they tell me which one the banger is, and I'm like, all right, bet, and I download it. Like, but on my free time, like nigga, the most on it, it would have to come on the radio. Yeah, like and I'm it not playing. Set it off. That's the only one that I'm. Let like, me oh, see. Shit. Oh, I think I'm I think I'm it. confident to say I have no Boosie in my phone. Like I think I'm There's confident. no Boosie in my phone. I can say I can say that for sure. Oh yeah, no, I'm confident. There's none. Zero. Yeah. Zero. I got Fox. I got Fox on my phone. I don't got I don't got Boosie in my phone. Zero Boosie. Let's see if it's under Lil, just to be sure. Nope. I got Lil Baby, Lil Bibby, Lil Dirk, Lil Tekka, Lil TJ, Lil Uzi, Lil Wayne, Lil Yachty, Lil Arto, Lil Brother. <laughs> no Lil Boosie. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to say, I was like, I don't listen to that shit on my spare time. I never. No, did. bro, never. Else. Like, fuck that shit, dog. Like, yeah. too much, Boosie. Way too much. Just scum shit, nigga. Super, super scum shit. Now, on to other music shit. Before we get to the album, Wale, of course, for Lauren too. Did you see Big Sean and Kanye are beefing? Yes, bro. Yes, <laughs> I was. I, I'm not gonna lie. All right, so. It was funny because I saw this by accident because what happened was I was scrolling and I'm like, damn, Big Sean braids is motherfucking busting. So I clicked on the video, not even look, I didn't even read the motherfucking, I didn't even read the description, none of that, bro. I just see these motherfucking braids and fresh as shit. So I click on the video, I'm, it's clickbait, obviously, because I didn't know. And then I'm like, I'm listening to that shit. I'm like, shock me though. His song is fire. He snaked a lot of niggas. He snaked a lot of niggas. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. A lot of niggas. So for niggas to start coming out and saying shit now, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, and and look, I got the. It don't not, shock me. <laughs> not only that, on the Kanye and 100 snake a bunch of niggas, but Big Sean, I feel like feels he's underrated. I feel like he took shots at Kendrick as well rapping. This nigga said, "Yeah, I take pride in being versatile, but I can also see how it's helped and hurt me in my career because some people hear a song and think I'm just that or a certain type of artist." When I have many sides, I can outwrap anyone. He did the Candyman thing. People called Kendrick Candyman, had all the bees on him. He then said, but sometimes I just want to vibe and have fun. I'll do a hype song, a conscious song, a love song, a strip club song. We'll hop on a song with anybody, hold my own. That's why I rapped on four different styles of beats at LA Leakers. Freestyle was great because I embraced being versatile. Love to everybody who listened as well. Sharon, I do get tired of being judged and take personal offense when someone thinks I can't rap. I literally approve myself over and over and over, but maybe I should just stop caring so much what other people think and stop taking things personal, just get back to having fun. Also, 
I really miss the brotherhood I used to have with good music. I don't know what happened. Guess those good old days. And he had good music, all caps, good old days, all caps. It's all, I guess those are the good old days. It's all love, but we really used to be clicked up. So I'm just back to having fun because trying to please everybody ain't it. If you rock with me, you rock with me. If you don't, you don't. You just don't have good taste. Law. That was at Kanye. Think about this. Big Sean wasn't in the rollout of the good music rollout. The last one with Tiana Pusher, Kid Seagulls. He dropped. He dropped with Hit Boy. He'd been with Hit Boy. He wasn't on Donda, wasn't in none of the writing sessions. He was with Nas, though. Crazy, bro. Big Sean said, fuck that nigga, yay. Or yay said, fuck Big Sean and did Big Sean dirty. Because Big Sean said, right. I was trying to figure out. I didn't ask, I was trying to figure out. I was like, we don't, there wasn't enough details for me to imply whether, well, I can tell for sure. He heard. That That's what I can tell. Yeah. Communication was cut off where, mm-hmm. like, where we don't even know what happened technically. He's yep. like, niggas just stop fucking with me. I'm not really sure why they not fucking. Like, it'd be different if, like, he like, yeah, niggas not fucking me because X, Y, and Z. He don't even know why niggas not fucking me. That's a fact. That's, that's strange. Super strange. Foul. <laughs> I feel bad for him, man. I feel, I feel bad for the guy, but, you know, who you think, so, are we going to get, di- like, he not going to diss Kanye. He not going to do no diss song. Nah, I don't think he give a fuck about that. Yeah, I think it's over with for that. Like, I just feel like he moved on from that. He doing his own music, and I don't think we'll see anything. Now, do we hear, do we get Candyman? He did have all them bees on him. That nigga crazy for that. He that had, would be cool. He had 65,000 bees on him, he said. It made me itch, I ain't gonna lie. Bro, I'm gonna put the picture up. <laughs> it's like, oh, that shit is, like, one wrong move, they sting him. He don't care about that. I'm pussy, nigga. I'm sorry, I'm pussy. I'm, I'm not doing it. I had never said I was doing it. I'm saying he don't care about that. Never said that I would do it. <laughs> I want to get that to be Mr. Screwed. Fuck out of here. And that I'm gonna bring up a topic later about animals because Tiger King 2 dropped, and I was and I thought about this, saw this on TikTok. I'm gonna bring that up later. But um, you think Kendrick shots, Candyman? Is that is the are, are we looking too deep into that as rap fans? Because niggas was going under there. Who you calling out? Say his name. People was like, say it five times, and well, it was like Candyman. Candy. I saw the same shit, and I was thinking to myself, I was like. I can see it. Marlon Wayans was hyping up. Marlon Wayans was like, do it, nigga. Say his name. (laughs) They love throwing shots at K-Dot. So, I mean, like, you know, especially if this next chapter of Kendrick's career is going to be, you know. Take a step back. Independent. Falling back. Independent. Yep. Right. And this not really what he want to do. I feel like it may change his route if Mm -hmm. somebody called him out. So, if he gonna do it, I'm all for it. I'm ready for it. Also, J. Cole said, when I'm in L.A., I'm the best rapper in the West. Said that on stage. That's a sh- Is that a yeah. shot? Now, J. Cole, uh, J. Cole the other day, Kendrick said, smoking on top fives. J. Cole was like, I'm top, I, I'm top three, and I'm not. He basically said Drake was 1A, 1B, and he said, right. it say, he said it's me and Drake. Didn't say nothing about Kendrick, nigga. Jim and Drake was on stage like Drake was like, yeah, Cole, you the go to this rap and shit. Drake was like, I'm me and you the best rapper, nigga. And taking shots at Kendrick. Will we see? First off, will we see? Oh, no, first off, before we get to the Cole thing, who wins? Big Sean Kendrick. I, I mean, I think Kendrick for sure, bro. I mean, I love Sean, bro. I love Sean. This <laughs> Don't see it being uh, uh nah. Uh, Kendrick, I got, I got too much respect for Kendrick, bro. I got way too much respect Kendrick, for Kendrick, bro. I, and look, I'm saying it's easy too. 
Easy win. Easy win. But I will say Sean gonna have bars, but I will say right. his, his songs, it, when I say easy win, if Sean did a song and then Kendrick did a song, no matter how, what, like Sean's song, I think no matter what, Kendrick's song gonna be better. Like, that's yeah. why I'm saying easy dub. Like, Sean may have punchlines. Yeah. People may be like, damn, that was a hard song, but Kendrick's just gonna be better. Nah, Kendrick J. Cole, who you got winning? See, now that one's a little bit tougher. That's different. Because I've seen, we've already experienced throwing shots at Kanye and things like that. We if are he can do it. That, right, that he's, a, that he's capable of doing it. I don't see them going at each other because of the, the friendship that they have. And the same shit with Drake I don't Drake know how close it is. Because they're Drake and so J. Cole friendly. will never be. Wale and, right. J, Wale and J. Cole will never be. I don't think Big Sean and Drake would ever be. But I do think J. Cole and Kendrick would because they, they never did that album. They've been distancing them, so they're not as close as they used to be. You don't hear nothing with Kendrick and Cole. It's always Cole and Drake, Cole and Wale. Right. I'm picking Cole to beat Kendrick. Me too. and Because and, I feel like, <laughs> you know what it is? I feel like it was I feel like it was Cole who wasn't willing to finish the project mm. together. I think it was TDE said that said no back. Yeah. Yeah. Because Cole been his own boss the first project. Yep. And even even though he went Jay Z and Rock Nation, but even though he went him, they let him do anything. Yeah. Right. When he proved that after the second one that he didn't need no features to go platinum, they were like, bet. Do your thing. So for the TDE thing, I think that I've always thought that that it was TDE. That said, said no, no. Yeah. because I was like, they both seem willing in all the fucking interviews. They seemed willing, but and, and I'm gonna be me, honest. I think that in Kendrick is a great rapper, top three right now, best one of the best rappers of all time. And don't take this, don't misconstrue what I'm about to say. But I think J Cole on a diss beat record would sound cleaner than Kendrick would because I think Kendrick is at a point in his career right now. I don't want to hear all them extra baby keen voices. I'm gonna be honest. Like, I don't want to hear that. I if you can't get back to section 80 and good kid man city, my nigga, don't rap. Don't do it. Don't do it. Cause you need section 80 Kendrick to win. You don't need rain me and my range, brother. No, Cole go out rap you, nigga. Cole gonna put you under. I know you heard that Cameron intro. Like, I'm thinking of that Cam intro, nigga. It's too that easy baby for me keen now. Shit. Don't that put that baby Keem shit, shit on so here. That shit was so bad, bro. <laughs> that shit was so bad, bro. Me and my range, brother. Let's get this shit. Let's get nah, nigga. Not top of the morning, nigga. Yeah. Cole <laughs> said it's too easy for me now, nigga. Fuck out of like here. Like you said, the the uh, the battle rap beat kind of shit. It it goes with the the Cole's uh, voice more. It just yeah, right. God damn, motherfucker. I can't even think of my damn thoughts. Nigga said, baby, keep to me all oh, oh. But no, yeah, for real. Like, the way it's been going for K-Dot lately is, like, I really want to see He too him. artistic. Like, he, yeah. he too... And, he, for, he, and it's the same kind of thing with, like, with, with Big Sean. It's like, he in his head so damn much that he would try to be too, too much of an artist and less of a battle rapper if they had to do this track. Mm-hmm. He would be he th- he think about it too much. And speaking about right. thinking about too much, I I wanted to love Florin too. It's okay. It's okay at best. Like yeah. like 
this Wale just tried too hard. I don't I don't know. I like new balances, but like yeah. name ring a bell, poke it out, Tiffany Nikes. I'm just like, that's commercial DC shit that I'm not fucking yeah. with. Like the first six songs to me, besides new ba- besides the intro, are mad. Like I don't like the first six. Then it gets to light years with Rick Ross, which is hard. Yeah. Angles with Chris Brown. I mean, that's the singles, whatever. Deal- Dearly beloved is fucking amazing. And then you got More Love. That's the Boys to Men song. I'm A on that one. It was all right. Jo- jump in with Lil Chris. I'm A on that one. But then you go down south with Maxwell Cream. I like Extra Special. I like Fire and Ice. I like and Beverly Boulevard. I like. So he finished the album 12, 13, 14, 15 strong. But he only has to me good songs 14, 15, 13, 12, 9, and 7. That's 6 out of 15. That's a miss. So for me, right, I didn't know how you was going to go about it. So this was the one that I sat with the most. Me too. Because it was the one that I thought was the biggest miss. So yep. I was like, I need to keep listening to it to make sure I'm not fucking up. Like you said, there's, there's 15 songs on this album. And you can tell that he's trying to make a radio hit in at least half of these bitches. Yeah. And it just don't sit right with me. It don't. Because I'm like, bro, we are so... We are so past that, like, are in our career that we shouldn't even be worried about making radio hits. But I will say, I don't know what kind of contract Rick Ross signed these niggas to that they shit still coming out under motherfucking Maybach music. Because whatever deal Wale and Meek Mill signed, I'm telling you right now, Lynn, they both got the bad end of the stick. Expenses paid. Lauren two are both still under Maybach music. Nigga, what did y'all sign? <laughs> wait, and speaking of Meek Mill, wait, let me get the quote, my nigga. Meek, Meek Mill gotta be either on pills or he down bad. Because <laughs> Meek just say anything every day. This nigga said, I haven't gotten paid for music and I don't know how much money labels make off me. I need lawyers ASAP. He said, as the record label, how much have you spent on me as an artist? Then you ask, how much have you made off me as an artist? I'm about to make my record deal public by Monday just to let the world see what these people are. What Rick Ross did wait, to me, nigga? Wait, 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 wait. When did he tweet that? Two days ago. Bro, because <laughs> I wrote down this point that I was going to bring up on the pod once we talked about Valoran, nigga, because <laughs> I had to go back and check my facts. <laughs> These niggas have been on Maybach since we was in high school. Yeah, that's a fact. Right? Okay, cool. So, now think about Drake this. and got two Drake, other contracts. Drake is out, right? The weekend is out. <laughs> out. Is out. Kendrick is out. All these Big Sean is out. All these all the niggas that got hot at the same time as these niggas is out of their contract. Or, or got new deals with them. Like Drake got a new cash money deal. Uh, right, Big, Big Sean, new shit. yeah, Cole got a new Rock Nation like partnership, like right. Weekend got a right. whole now, new deal, like yeah, Nick, niggas got partnerships, yeah, like they're not and under these cash money. Still underneath, like nigga, <laughs> how you underneath Maybach, underneath Atlantic? These niggas still not making no bread. That's a damn no shit. <laughs> Look, our ten year high school. Reunion is coming up. up. Yeah, that's a fact. And these niggas is still under the same contracts, nigga. That is that is fucking insane to me. So I'm glad that that me. I'm I'm mad at myself for not knowing this, but I'm glad that he's saying something, bro. Because Rick, 
Rose, <laughs> sir, the, the biggest boss. You are fucking your employees. This is terrible, bro. There's no way they should still be under him. No, There's that's no crazy. Way. That's There's crazy. No like, especially me. Especially me. <laughs> like Wale, maybe the sale numbers have not what they're supposed to be. Me but so. There's no, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way, bro. There's no. There's no way, bro. So like. Maybe this is why Wale is trying to make radio hits because he's trying to get out of the fucking deal. Because that's what it felt like to me. It felt like he was trying too hard to make a radio hit. So now Wale should just make mixtape style raps, bro. Wale should make music like I'll, I'll never forget. Like Wale needs to make songs like Dearly Beloved. Uh, that one time in Houston, uh, like his Ooh. Seinfeld albums was great. Like Wale needs to get back to that. But I understand being hurt that you didn't win a Grammy for doing an album with Jerry Seinfeld that right. incorporated a theme. Like the, the album, the uh, album about nothing is arguably one of the best albums of the last decade. Got to give him credit for that. Wale is very underrated, but it's like, I used to champion Wale as, you know, I said it on this pod multiple times. For me, it goes Drake, Cole, Kendrick, Wale. Like I put Wale over Big Sean. One of the best lyricists of our time. Exactly. Like I, me personally, I like Wale's music more than Kendrick's. I like his old shit. Like I can talk about the great Wale albums. Like when we make this public, if Wale sees it, because he check everything, I don't want it to be seen that I'm not a Wale fan. No, nigga. I have Wale. I like Wale music more than Kendrick's music. Wale has, this is obviously, it's, you know, Ambition, Gifted, the album about nothing, that's three classics to me. Shine is critically underrated. Free Lunch is an amazing EP. Like, the mixtape about nothing is one of the best mixtapes. Like, Wale's catalog is thorough. But to make music like Florin just doesn't sound like the, the dude you made. Florin 2. Oh, yeah. You're right. Because Florin... Florin 1 is amazing. Yeah, no, yeah. you're absolutely right. Yeah, that sounds like we need to... But, okay, that. but for the person that made Florin, that made Ambition, that made Gifted, that's not the same person that made Florin 2. It's not. No. It's the person who made Dearly Beloved, is the person who made Light Years, is the person who made Fire and Ice in Beverly Boulevard, but I don't know who made Fluctuate. I don't know who made Tiffany Knights. Poke it out. J. Cole did that nigga a solid because if I was J. Cole, I would have told that nigga suck my dick. I'm not getting on that trash ass song. <laughs> fuck out of here. As soon as he would have started playing that shit. I was like, what I the fuck like, is this beat, nigga? <laughs> well, you know what beat it is. It's the uh fuck. What's the name of the song? Uh, <laughs> they flip that's hard. That's a horrible flip. Hold on, let me I gotta listen Bob to it. Rant. Fuck, what's the name of the fucking oh Amory? That's that no 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 uh uh no, 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 that's not what it is. Yeah, that's what it is, huh? Hold on. I'm about to Google poke it out sample. <laughs> Don't worry. It's not A Marie, bro. It's an old, it's an old, it's like it came out like 2000, maybe 99. It's a it's a rap song. <laughs> Vibrant. Fuck. Wait, hold on, nigga. I'm about to tell you. They sample. Uh I wanna no nigga. What? what the, this is a horrible thing that they say they sample. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> what, the, what the fuck is that? I clicked this. This, this shit saying some random ass shit, nigga. He said, he said, I can't read that out loud. That's not right. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck this is. Okay, wait. Oh, they said, oh, Vibrant Thing, Q-Tips Classic? Vibrant. There we go. Vibrant Thing, yeah. Okay, well, Vibrant yeah. Thing, but that's that's the Anne Marie song, too. 
A Marie is the bitch oh, that said right. That said for vibe. She okay. was not a very um she was one of those voices. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. The la 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 la. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But so they, they sampled that, but that goes back to the, the, oh, fact the Q-tip. That somebody like no 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 fuck that, oh. fuck that, fuck that. I, there's no shot at Q tip or nothing like that. But this is this is something where we talk about uh sweetie, right? Oh, where you take yeah. a song that was already hot. And you and say, try yeah. to flip it and try to make bad flip. Hitmaker got to quit it, bro. Wale, you not you not twerking, all right? <laughs> you need twerking. So that's how the bitch get the sales in. And that's the same problem with expensive pain. That was Meek's problem, sampling all kind of crazy dumb shit. And that brings me back to what Ma- the big music kind of deals. <laughs> Are they under for Maybach to still be controlling their shit in 2021? Ambition came out in 2011 under Maybach music. In 2021, Valorant 2 is coming. No, Lynn, that don't make no fucking sense. That don't make no fucking sense. Let Let me see something. Let me see. Ambition came out in 2011. Ambitions under Maybach music, <laughs> bro. I'm, bro, I'm telling you, this is the only thing I planned for this week was to discuss what the fuck they under. Because that after listening, bro, I forced myself to listen to this fucking album four times to make sure I wasn't tripping. I did, too. and I'm like, nah, bro. Then I started googling, nigga, what kind of contract these niggas under? Man, they still on the Maybach. This is crazy. <laughs> they had some other albums this week. Maja Jordan. I, at first, I was like, I didn't like this album, but then on the second listen, I do like this album. I don't like the second song. The second song is trash. Second song should be the fuck up out of here. Second song is like some poppy shit. I don't know what the fuck that is. And wait, let me see. And okay, but from Stars Align all the way to the end, I fuck with this album. It's good R and B. This is a song. This is an album that I was able. I had the luxury of. I was driving to go get Thea. Perfect driving album. Perfect <laughs> driving album. And I was like, Nah, this shit right here. I fuck with this. Yep. So I was like, This is one that I listened to once or twice, and I was like, I already, I already made my mind up on this bitch. Yep. Shout like, out but to I him. never, I didn't expect it to be a mess, to be honest with you. I didn't. I don't think Maja Jordan to me has always put out good music. The first album they did, Maja Jordan self titled, The Space Between to me is a severely, severely, severely underrated album. Severely. Like The Space Between to me is one of the best, I can't call it an RB album, but alternative. Uh, alternative white soul. I guess I'll call it white soul, but new age white soul. I'm gonna tell you why niggas didn't fuck with them, right? Because the reason I I can't make this up, man. A lot of niggas thought that even when it said featured <laughs> Maja Jordan, they still thought <laughs> the weekend. <laughs> So these niggas really be listening to that shit thinking, but they don't say the weekend, but this shit signed the weekend. I'm like, yo, y'all niggas is really stupid. <laughs> so a lot of niggas don't be checking for their shit because they think it's the weekend. Yeah, Maja Jordan's great. Like, they, I've they really never are. heard such dumb ass shit in my life. 
I, I went back to New York and I was talking to some niggas and I just had to let them talk. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because if you tell them that you're educated, they get angry and shit like that. So I just kind of let them talk. But these niggas really think that they the weekend, bro. And I'm like, that's crazy. They got pictures of these niggas, man. Yeah, like it's two they, it's two white dudes. So, well, one of them's Lebanese, but like, or both of them might be Lebanese actually. But you can find they you can find they pictures on the internet. That's them. <laughs> they own the internet. You just think they the weekend, and I'm like, no, <laughs> but shout out to them, man. Like, while this dream is great, uh, stars align with Drake. I thought Drake did a good job. That was a uh, they sound they did a flip, but. That was a good flip. Like Drake does good flips. It was a good flip. Drake does good flips. I'm sorry. Uh, forget about the party's great. Been been through that is is a great song. Even the song with Diddy. I was like, whoa, did did, did, did Diddy do that? I was like, I was the one that was like, I was like, I ain't gonna like this. And I played Mm -hmm. that son of a bitch. I like. Yeah, that shit is great. Shout out to Diddy. Hey, when Diddy new album come out, you know we checking for that. That. That might be a good R&B album. We're not checking for that. We're not checking for that. That's going to be a good R&B album. We're not checking for that. We're not checking for that. Hey, but hey, I'm going to say this. I saw something that made me be like, damn. Uh, I saw a video over the weekend. I know what you saw. It was on TikTok. It was that nigga. He was like, he said, what did he say about Biggie? We're not going to say it. Y'all go looking for it on TikTok. That shit is crazy. I know exactly what you're talking about. That shit is crazy, nigga. That shit is nuts. Uh, mm-hmm. did, did you listen to Kawhi Leonard's album? <laughs> bro, that shit was a banger, bro. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold you, bitch. I'm not gonna hold you, bitch. I was shocked. That's that's the only one I didn't listen to because I forgot. Bro, I was shocked, nigga. I was like <laughs> Kawhi better than LeBron at, at, at coordinating music. Fuck LeBron, nigga. This nigga Kawhi about to take DJ Khaled's spot, nigga. The right niggas on the same on the on the same songs. I was like, hold on, does he rap? Nah, nah, quite not on that shit. Oh, he produced. He just he just put people together. Okay, yeah, because it's like it's like young boy. Kawhi got a little Uzi feature. That's crazy, bro. He got he had a what the fuck is this fat nigga name? Rod Wave. Yeah, he got young boy Rod Wave first song. I see that. Gun Polo G. Myself. Kind of the gun Apollo G shit fire. I'm thinking to myself, like, hold on, bitch. <laughs> then Uzi came on there, and Uzi usually do his bullshit anyways, but Uzi <laughs> came on there spitting. I'm thinking to myself, like, did these niggas get their money up front? <laughs> because it don't seem like nobody missed a bullshit verse. That's crazy. Kawhi so might have paid them niggas. Myself, I'm thinking to myself, like, did these niggas get their money up front? Like, <laughs> I'm did he have this the as soon as we finish. Did he have the briefcase open? Everybody came to rap, and I'm like, that nigga got a Ty Dollar Sign Wale feet song, boy. Well, see, look, 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 well, look, 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 look. I'm gonna say right now, the one miss is that one. Wow, Wale. because you know what? Can you guess what they did? What they did? Flip something. They flipped the old song. <laughs> it nigga probably made it. You know it. <laughs> I couldn't believe that shit, bro. And but I everything think, else about it. Yeah, I thought about it, and I and I thought, and I was like, you know what? I feel like Ty himself has been on a song like this. like it that was flipped. And then like, so the both of them together, it rubbed me the wrong way in the first place. I knew <laughs> that was the one that had a red flag on the first place. I was like, Ty, the outside of Wale. They it's Stefan Don. I'm going to click. I'm going to click. Her verse was so bad, bro. She ain't get paid up front. Either, either that, I, I, uh, look, there's something like I don't, I don't want to be on here and just completely trash UK rappers. You feel me? 
I don't want to be that guy. You know what I'm saying? Because I understand. Hey, what shout out, did for shout y'all. out, Santa to Dave. That's the only one I big up. Shout out to Dave. Skepta, he, he all right. I see what I see what Drake Geeks. did. You, you know what I'm saying? But again, <laughs> if it feels like to me, Mons. average viewer, <laughs> that you are trying too hard. <laughs> sound American, <laughs> it does not flow, bro. Back in the gully, man's do this, man, man, do this. My back in the gully. That's how they, they, they had Ty start off the chorus, and the first verse was Stefan Don. And I was like, Lord, I did it even started with Wale. <laughs> no, bro, they came in hard with Stefan. I'm like, who cool. I was like, let's no. get this shit out the way. <laughs> this is bad. That shit should have been the end verse so I can skip her shit. <laughs> had to suffer through to get to Wale. I'm like, you know what? If I had to pick a miss, it's that one. Mm. That's a fact. Okay, bet. Skip that. Ooh, I'm going to check out Kawhi album. I'm going to listen to it. That's the only one I didn't get to check. Also, Maxo Cream Drop. It was okay. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was some gang shit. Mm-hmm. He it tried. Me all like, does Max does it get the vibe that Maxo Cream tried too hard to be Pimp C? Is, is, that, just, is that just me? Like, I and I get he's from Houston. I get that's the sound, but like Slim Thug didn't sound like Pimp C. Paul Wall didn't sound like Pimp C. None of them, them niggas all sound like themselves. He he and tries then, too hard to sound like Pimp C to me. I, he had a feature, which, fuck. Which the Tyler feature's great. No, 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 but what, what Max oh, Cream was on. He was a, on Wale, he was on Wale album sounding just like Pimp C. Just like Pimp C. <laughs> just, I was like, I was bro, like, what the I fuck is like, this? I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, I hadn't listened to his shit yet. And then I went there and I was like, what the fuck again? <laughs> like, I was like, this is not a this is not a one-time thing. This is really what he's trying to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I didn't like that. I didn't like I didn't, that I didn't like it either. So seems like we got be yourself, bro. I'm gonna say this. <laughs> I, I like Falorn more than that imitation Maxo Cream. And I didn't like and Falorn to me is mid, like super mid. Right. So I'm gonna rank this Maja Jordan number one. For Lauren and then Maxo Cream, but Kawhi shit over for Lauren, of course. But I just didn't listen to it yet. Yeah, yeah, no, you gotta listen to that, bro. I you mean, got it's only an EP. Yeah, it's only EP type shit. So like, but still, get it twisted. But like I said, as far as like, like I, like you said, as far as LeBron go, he 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 passed already. He already passed because yeah. the even though the Todd Dallason and Wally shit was a miss. That whole Space Jam album was a miss, nigga. Why? Right. LeBron so, said put a little baby with Kirk Franklin. Kawhi would never. <laughs> so I'm saying, like, at least, like, if the Stefan, if Stefan's not on that shit, it's a miss because I think it's corny. Mm. But as far as it being a part of a soundtrack, the Ty Dolla Sign Wale thing, they, they, they definitely are compatible in terms of okay. the type of style that they bring to the table. Stefan, that was just a reach. Don't know where he was going. Like he reached across the pond with them long ass arms, and he should have put that bitch back over there. He said he mm-hmm. wanted some. U- I get it. Kawhi trying to sell, man. Kawhi said, "Let me get some UK money, nigga, on this. Just a little bit. Just a little bit." <laughs> Bad things. Bad things, yo. Bad things. Now let's get into the to the shaking my head shit. You saw Kodak and his mama. Like I would never touch my mama like that, boy. What's wrong with that nigga? He need to be like. Chris, shout out to our nigga Chrisa. Chrisa always says that just lock that nigga Kodak up and throw away the key. Chrisa don't fuck with Kodak. And I'm starting to be with Chrisa, man. Just like some niggas just need to be in jail, man. Lock that nigga Kodak up, bro. Why he was touching his mama like that? 
I always thought Kodak was a menace to society, right? <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to waver about that. Always thought that. But the way he was touching his mama, though, <laughs> it should be unconstitutional to touch your mama like that, my nigga. Bro, like, that's crazy, bro. Like, he was rubbing on it. He said, that's his bitch. Like, what? Nigga, that's your mama. He's like, I and love my bitch. to my stomach. It me made too. me sick to my stomach. I ain't gonna lie, but that shit was weird. Uh, Super weird. Like, it's a Florida nigga shit. I don't know. Florida niggas who listen to this, let us know. Y'all like that? That's really how y'all be <laughs> out here in these streets? You be in the Discord like, I wish y'all niggas would <laughs> talk yeah. about me like that. <laughs> they gonna say, Jit, you stupid, Jit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, ain't no way I'm touching my mama like that, Jit. <laughs> also, we'll need to just leave Jada, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I watched that today, the Red Table Talk. She was basically like, look, the nigga dick ain't good. That's basically what she said. But she what said, she said was, <laughs> it was, it was. <laughs> she said, it's hard. The thing Will and I talk it's about hard. a lot is the journey. We started at this a very young age, you know, 22 years old. That's why the accountability part really hit for me because I think you expect your partner to know what you need, especially when it comes to sex. It's like, well, if you love me, you should know. If you love me, you should read my mind. That's a huge pitfall. AKA the sex not good. Damn. Right. And that's what I thought to myself. I'm thinking to myself, like, look, pimp. Look, go ahead, pimp. Right. Once she told you the sex is not good, you already got another baby mama, nigga. Let's go ahead and make it two baby mamas and just move on, nigga. Like, why would you suffer? And now it make me think like she with August, and that's just down bad, Will. No, no, no. Listen, 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 listen. She fucked August. We already know she fucked up. She, fuck, she fucking other, other niggas too now. She definitely right. fucking other niggas. We just don't know about it. The thing is to me is like, Will, you ain't got nothing to lose, right? Trey mama ain't your wife. <laughs> fuck it. Willow. And they Jenny old enough. They old enough now, nigga. your wife neither. But no, no, no. Fuck all that. Fuck all that other shit. <laughs> it shouldn't even have got to this point where this bitch is making you the topic of her Facebook Every fucking... Week segment bro like your ass should have been gone before the pan pizza you should have been gone after jada did the wax on wax off shit in karate kid nigga you should have been gone now you got a full head of gray hair and you got to work your ass off to keep your stomach off your belly you old and rubbery at this point yeah it's over for you still but in like, Margot Robbie, he he could have had like him and Margot Robbie had a thing that one time they said they had a little fling. Jada shut that down. Jada stopped him from being it. in the Matrix because she didn't want him kissing on Trinity. But but saying his dick bad. Well, you should have left this bitch. She stopped you from being in the Matrix. She told you no, but she was in the Matrix. Make listen, it make sense. Listen, listen. listen. I fu- I'll fuck with Jada Pinkett. As dog. a avid Matrix lover, I don't know if you were on a will to be Neo. <laughs> I don't think it would have hit the same way without my dog Keanu. I don't know, bro. That that but that one always touches something for me when they talk about him being the Matrix. Because I tell you right now, Lynn, I remember one year my mom was like, What you want for your birthday? And I said, I need three tickets to go see Matrix reloaded. And she was like, nigga, what? what? She was confused. Like, I was like, Sim. She was like, nigga, what? And I was like, me? My little sister <laughs> and my older sister going they going to see loaded. Matrix Reloaded. And my older sister was like, I'm going to see what? You heard me. <laughs> she was like 17. Like, I know this nigga not telling me what I'm about to do. See, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, bro. I kind of like it the way it was. 
thank God for that one. But as far as the marriage goes, oh no, I'm, I'm years, not even talking about the movie. Fuck that. You right? But still, but over she years, caused, like he could have been in that. Like nigga, you she fucked that up. She let him. He let her dictate his life all these years. And like I said, I right, cool. Will say, down bad. Say he does stay for the birth of Willow. And what she contributed to society, but I think the nigga could have left with Jaden. He could have been like, "Look, it's not working. We out." You know what I'm saying? Nothing against Willow. If they had the kid, they hey, had niggas, the kid cool. niggas like with that niggas fuck with that pop album she just did. That rock album she just did a rock album. Niggas fuck with that. It, it's, it's rock pop. It's rock pop. That's a fact. But um, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not taking away from what she did. I'm just saying, like you know, society wouldn't. wouldn't I whip my hair anymore. back and forth. <laughs> we would have been fine without that, you know what I'm saying? So like, don't get it twisted. Will. Don't you, you do that? Us, you could have did us a favor, you know what I'm saying? I'm not worried about that by any means necessary. Oh shit! But she got uh, man every week. She bro. got Will looking bad, bro. She got looking well so bad. I would tell Will. I would tell her like, bro, you gotta stop talking about me. Talk about something else. Talk about something else. But then when she talk about other things, she talk about the other niggas she loved, like Tupac, which is bad. Which is Will can't catch a break. <laughs> Because now it's to a point where she's realized the only thing that's getting clicks on this motherfucker is me talking about my personal love life. Mm-hmm. So she's dashed away all of the From other interviews. Topics. Yep. She'll give a fuck about nothing else because she like I know we get the clicks. Yep. And I'm trying to get. Let I'm trying to. About this. I want an Emmy. I, I I want an Emmy talking about my love life. Will you got to suck it? You, uh, I stood by you for you never winning an Oscar. I got an Emmy. Like, think about that. Will must be sick. Will don't have no Oscar, no Emmy, but his wife got an Emmy for Red Table. Oh, I'd be sick. Nuts. I'd be sick. Nuts, nice. I, I did Pursuit of Happiness, and you got an Emmy for talking shit about my dick. Oh, I'd be sick, nigga. I'd be hurt. <laughs> she got an Emmy for talking about her pussy. I'd be hurt. No. I'd be hurt. No. I know, I didn't make pursuit of happiness for this nigga. I was Ali. Seven pounds, bitch. Ain't no motherfucking way, ho. I was I am legend. I talked to a dog for two hours. Motherfucker was in love with a mannequin. Oh shit. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, oh no, I gotta tell B. And no I, I want to bring a new segment to the show. That when I find an internet video, if Brooklyn find one, we're we going to say the most fucked up shit we saw this week. So I, I got one for us this week. I, I just brought this so B can look for next week. But I'm going to put the video for y'all to watch while I'm talking about it. But a lady has a tantrum at her baby shower. She finds out the baby's gender, immediately does this jumps to the ground like a child on her stomach and going like this. Nah, <laughs> you lying. I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass. In the Twitter video under it was the baby in the stomach and it was saying it was Black Youngster when Black Youngster like... Bro, bro that's gotta be attempted murder. That's, <laughs> that's gotta be attempted murder, bro. That's what Chris she said. Can't... She cannot, she cannot live in Texas. She can't live in Texas. Then had that bitch in jail. Okay. She like this. She on her no. stomach going like temp street temp. All right. This is it, it don't matter. But what was the gender, bro? Girl. <laughs> it don't make it no better or worse. I just wanted to know. <laughs> 
That bitch was crazy. So that was the worst thing I saw this week. By far, that beats anything I saw on the internet this week. By far. The worst thing I saw on the internet this week was black people talking about they still listen to R. Kelly. And I sent it to you. Yeah. So, um, I'm gonna put that TikTok up next. That <laughs> is the worst things we saw. We got Kevin Brooklyn. <laughs> we, we got Brooklyn with black people still listening to R. Kelly. And we got Lyndon with the, the woman <laughs> attempted murder because she was on her stomach. <laughs> that baby, bro. My girlfriend was like, that baby has to be dead. Like, there's no way. And if it's not dead, it's going to be fucked up. Yeah, it's going to come out fucked up, like cripple or something. Who knows, bro? But like, she on her put stomach, a dent in the and, bro, in the, the funny thing, Brooklyn, is the people looking at her go crazy, like, calm down, it's okay. But then when she jumped to the ground, everybody run like, wait, what you doing? Everybody, wait. Oh, okay, no, okay, it, it yeah, go like, go. it start like this. It's like, wait, what's she doing? She on the ground. What's wrong with her? And then she start doing this, and niggas just run, jump out and say, bitch, get the fuck up. The and then look, the mama trying to pull her up. And she fighting on the ground, and then the, the baby daddy said, "Bitch, get the fuck up off the." So her and the mama rip her off, and she ah, ah, crying like just like a crazy person. <laughs> People like that don't Look, need to don't need to procreate, bro. People like that don't need babies. That's, that's what I was gonna say because <laughs> I wanted a girl really bad. If it would have been the dude, cool. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. But I wanted a little girl so bad. I, just, I guess it came to fruition. I don't know if I would have been like so angry that you're not gonna like, you're not gonna like kill your yeah. you're right. kill your son. <laughs> I like like I go to the stores and I be buying cute shit and like I'll go to work or something like that and I'll show the girls what I bought and they be like, who bought that? And I'm like, bitch, me. Yeah. What you mean? I'm like. I want a little girl. I grew up with three women in the house. I don't know how to dress no niggas. I better dress myself. But I can put some together for a girl. So I was like, I, you know, I guess I can get like she really wanted a little boy. But damn. To, mm. Crazy, bro. Crazy. So. Oh, oh, Lord. That was the craziest thing I saw this week. So SoundCloud, since y'all get the intro music, YouTube, I thought of a segment for y'all. Y'all get the craziest things we saw. Video going to be in there for y'all to watch. That shit is nuts. But all right, B, that's pretty much everything, man. Tell the people they can follow you on social media. You can find me on all social medias at where Brooklyn at. That's Brooklyn with a Q, not a K. That's for marketing purposes. Because we are not trying to get sued. And with that being said, let's jump into the song of the week. And then after that, we got bros who ball, me, Schubert, and Ian. We also do our NBA preseason predictions. Do all of that. So be sure to check that out right after this. But let's get into the song of the week right now.
it's time for Bros Who Ball. That was the song of the week. See, I, I need to start picking the song of the week before we record these so I can say, and shout out to that artist, but I pick them when I'm in the editing process. So, but shout out to that artist, whoever is the song of the week artist, but <laughs> I'm joined by my, whoever you are, I'm joined by my guy, Adam Schubert is always in returning. He's always, he floats around Mr. Ian Hawley. Uh, I'm gonna start with Ian because he's a guest. Ian, how are you doing, sir? Glad to have you back on Bros Who Ball. I'm good, man. It's good to be back. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, oh, bro. So much college football stuff. And by that, I mean so much Michigan State college football stuff. <laughs> We're undefeated. Hey, We're playing our main rival this week. I yep. got the Michigan State shirt on because we played basketball today. It was just an exhibition game. Hey, uh, all right. Well, save your Michigan oh. State thoughts because I'm going to ask you about it. We're going to get to that, but glad to have you. We always love having you back and bring you back more often as always. Schubert, how you doing, brother? I'm doing all right, man. You know, it's been a big time for my other podcast with all the trailers and movies and stuff that's been coming out. So I've been, you yeah. know, real wrapped up in that. But Still catching my NBA games. YouTube TV asked me the other day, "Is like you want us to start recording some NBA games?" I said, "Yes, yes, I do that, I, bro. I record the All Pels games. I record. Um, I I think I chose the Celtics, the Hawks, and the Nets. I think those are the three teams I've chosen. I, I also chose the Hawks. I need I, to I'm, choose a, a, a West team. I, I want to choose like Golden State or something." They're, gonna they're, be good. they're on TV enough. Yeah, I mean. true, true, true. <laughs> and we're going to talk about that because, ladies and gentlemen, we haven't done Bros Ball in, I think, about a week. Maybe one episode. It hasn't been that many. But Oh, and hockey's on ESPN, so that's been nice, too. True. But this is going to be our NBA preview episode. Schubert and I are going to, and, and Ian as well, are going to go through, pick our teams who we think are going to win, pick teams who we think are going to be good, that whole thing, MVP, MIP, all of that. But before we get to any of that, got to talk college football. Can't bring Ian on and not talk college football. That's him and Schubert's jam. Schubert, take it away, man. What's, what's, what's up? What's your, what's your thoughts with college football? Is Georgia the best team in, in, in college football right now? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, it's pretty much a three-team race, which is my take, not everyone's take. But at this point, to me, it's, it's Georgia, Alabama, and Big, Big Ten East. Mm. whoever wins got you you know at, at this point uh I, you know, to me it's ohio state from what i've been watching but like we'll find out a lot this week when when we get two michigan teams together um but so is, is you know, so you, do you not think oklahoma's gonna make it uh that's the thing like i think now that they switch quarterbacks like i think they'll make it just because like caleb Williams, that guy because he's better than spencer right. Rattler, yeah. and I just don't think that like anybody else is going to be able to beat them. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that they're better than the one loss SEC team majority of college football. Like, I think that like, there's probably four big 10 teams that are, that are better than Oklahoma, probably five. And they're about the same in the SEC. Mm. So, you know, Oklahoma and Texas get ready when you come in the SEC, because you're going to be like the fifth or sixth best. Yeah. You'll be in the middle. Exactly. And see, my thing is, so it's kind of sucks for Georgia and Bama because Georgia and Bama are arguably the best teams in the country. But the fact that Bama lost, if Bama beats Georgia in the SEC championship, if I'm Georgia, I'm like, bro, I deserve to be in the playoffs over Oklahoma, who only beat Tulane by five points. Ian, do you think Oklahoma deserves to be in there if they win their championship? Or is this one of those years where we're like, 
hey, man, we excluded the Pac-10 champion for so long. You guys don't deserve to be in there. Well, the Pac-10 is different than the Big 12 because the Pac-10 always ends up just muddying yeah, each other Yeah, the Pac-12, you're right. Um, so that's yes, 21. So, <laughs> you, you, held, you held up 21. <laughs> this is 12. <laughs> um, the... Uh, the Big 12 doesn't do that to itself. You know, it, usually there's a couple of teams at the top who may have one loss. Um, mm-hmm. So really the thing with Oklahoma now is they've played all of their, you know, lesser competition. Um, Texas That's is it. really the, big, the biggest challenge that they had thus far. But now they play three ranked teams back to back. They play Baylor at Baylor. Then they play Iowa State at home and then Oklahoma State at Oklahoma state to end the season. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's all, you know, coming on pre-championship, this week, yeah. which is Texas tech. Yep. Um, so they, it's they got some tough three. tests left. Um, I'd say if they get through all of that, then they get into the playoff, you know, mm. depends on who they would face in the yeah. Big 12 championship, I guess, you know, the, the big 12 was weird. They don't have conferences on either side i think it's just the top two teams right now let me ask you a qu- now let me ask you a question schubert well, they have one they they added it a few years ago did they not i don't know i i think they it's have a championship been around a couple of years yeah i think they have a championship i'm pretty sure they do let me ask you a question schubert uh, <laughs> you want a sports podcast <laughs> georgia <laughs> no they, they do that's why i'm just <laughs> georgia uh, uh, yeah they do georgia loses to bama one loss ohio state wins out who you put in the playoffs? Georgia, Ohio State. Wait, what? Georgia loses to Bama. Georgia has one loss. Been the best country team in the country all year. Ohio State wins out, but they have one loss. Cincinnati, Oklahoma, and Bama make it in. Who's that final team? Georgia, Ohio State. Ohio State. Real okay. Gotcha. They're in the Big Ten. Big Ten. Yeah. 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 Okay. I was just seeing if the one big, loss. The Big Ten. The Big Ten. The SEC are guaranteed. Guaranteed. Okay. Now, now, does a one-loss Georgia team get in over Cincinnati, or is Cincinnati a lock at this point? Now, that's a conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, well, that's were, sorry. Go ahead. I'll ask you my no, question. I was going to say is, I mean, that, that's a conversation because I mean, like you know, the committee makes those choices. Now, does uh, undefeated Cincinnati probably deserve to go? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, if if we're in terms of like who is a better team. Georgia, Georgia yeah, up in, in, in a bowl game last year, similar, similar teams. And that's something that you could look at in that argument. And this Georgia um, team's better than last year's by far. Yeah. So I don't know. But, you know, at this point, um, Cincinnati is not guaranteed. I mean, they could still lose. It's possible. True. And if they lose, they're out. That's the thing. They have to win out. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, Oklahoma can still lose, uh, you know. But like I said, whoever wins out of the SEC, Georgia, the Alabama, and, and the Big Ten, yeah. whether it's well, Michigan, Michigan State, or Ohio State. You think – so it, I, I would say it depends on how those games play out. Like the Big Ten East especially is just going to be a nightmare over the next four weeks. Yes, it I mean, will Michigan be. Michigan State and Michigan play this weekend. And then on the flip side of things, Ohio State and Penn State also play this weekend. Even though so, Penn State shot themselves in the foot and basically are out of it yeah, now. They're, they're pretty much out. Well, 
That, yeah, but th- theoretically, what I'm saying is there's still a way they could win the oh, Big Ten East yeah. and go to the championship. Fair so enough. Are you saying that are you're confident in the Big Ten, or are you saying that you're confident in Ohio State? Because I think those are two very different things. No, Good I'm confident point. in the Big Ten. I think I think a two-loss Penn State. No way. Out no way. Makes it in. Ten with yeah. Over over a one-loss Georgia team. I mean, Penn State would have to win out. So theoretically, they would rise back up in the rankings because they would have just been yeah, I mean, at one they time would have three beaten. top ten teams in Michigan, yeah. Michigan State, and Ohio State. Yeah. All have to play. That just so, rubs me the wrong way because Georgia's beaten a lot of top ten teams, too, on their way to this and only has one loss. So are we saying two losses don't matter if you're a champion of your said conference? Is that thing? Yeah. If that's no, the thing, that's fine. Well then, what happens if like Oregon wins the the big or the Pac twelve? Pac twelve with one loss. If Oregon yeah. if Oregon wins out and Ohio State, you know, let's say wins out loses to Michigan, and so it's a two loss. Ohio, Ohio State's State not losing to Michigan. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He's just saying if they do, <laughs> I'm saying like if they if they catch they more Ian, at this point. Ian's like, I'm not even listening to your hypothetical of Ohio State. Well, I mean, like, let's say they lose to Penn State, like, you know, one more <laughs> loss, like, you know, just whatever. Yeah, two losses. Then, like, I, th- I think Oregon would probably get in. Okay. All right. Now, Ian, talk to I don't me. Know, it's hard. How do you feel there's, about? There's six teams that deserve to go. Yeah, probably. And that's why there should be a, a, a 18 playoff, 8 to 16. This year's is indicative of that. But Ian, how do you feel? Your team 7 and 0, you control your destiny. This week y'all play Michigan. Are you getting it done and are y'all moving up in the rankings? Hey, first of all, just like Michigan, we're in the same position where Ohio State controls our destiny. I don't think mm. either of us are beating Ohio State this year. If I'm being totally realistic about well, it. Well, I mean, but y'all still control your destiny. Cause like the thing <laughs> is y'all have to win out. Like if y'all went out, y'all make it. That's true. Yeah. But I'm just saying it would take some miracle, like the 2015 uh, <laughs> punt block for a touchdown return against Michigan for us to win. Mm. That game. Like I, I love Kenneth Walker. He's unbelievable. I think this team has overachieved far beyond what any Michigan state fan could have hoped for to this point. Um, but we've looked shaky in the past couple weeks. Mm. Uh, you know, our, our win against Indiana was much less than convincing. Um, and Michigan had a big win against Northwestern worst. at the right time, beating them 33 to okay. seven. Northwestern is God awful. Northwestern saying. is trash. <laughs> Northwestern is a double a team this year. <laughs> Northwestern this year. is not the big year. 10 West <laughs> defending champion that we thought they were going to be. Obviously. <laughs> they have one of the worst defenses in the power five <laughs> conferences. So are but, y'all going to win? Are y'all beating Cade McNamara? Yeah. Okay. So if you look at the matchup specifically between Michigan and Michigan state, we've played very similar resumes up to this point. We both played Nebraska, both played Rutgers um we both played what ended up being you know terrible non-conference power five opponents in washington (laughs) for michigan and then miami for us um of the two i would say miami is probably a little bit better i'm pretty sure they just beat a ranked team in the past couple weeks yeah i think so a a plus 20 three and four so uh, really we haven't played too difficult of schedules when you look at the overall season each of us still have to play all three of the other big 10 Yep. You know, East schools. Um, so really, I think the the game is going to come down to who can run the ball better. Um, mm, okay. You know, like 
36 of the last 41 games, forgive me if I get that number wrong, but have been decided by uh, who runs the ball more for more yards. Um, but I don't think Cade McNamara is any good. Um, I think our receivers are better than Michigan's. I do think Michigan's receivers are pretty decent. Our guys are just so fast. I don't trust Michigan's corners to be able to defend those guys on long threats. I'll say um, this. Y'all's running so back, it's uh, Kenneth Walker is the one. Like Y'all need him. When y'all beat Rutgers, he had a big game. Y'all need him to be going. But see, I don't know if I believe in Peyton Thorne. You're hating on Cade McNamara. I think McNamara is better than Thorne. No, 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 no. That is ridiculous. <laughs> First of all, they've only thrown the ball like – 26 less times than Michigan State has all season, and Thorne has almost 500 more yards than McNamara. Okay. Everybody talks about how efficient McNamara is. <laughs> that's because he barely throws the ball because they don't trust him to throw the ball more than five yards down the field because he underthrows receivers or he wildly overthrows them. So they just run the ball way more than they pass because at this point their offensive line has been able to dominate all of the lesser competition that they've played. Look, McNamara, I'm going to give you his stats. Completion percentage, 63. Yards, 1,115. Five touchdowns, one interception. That's not that great. It's like 1,700. Yeah, I was about to say, the the, the five touchdowns isn't that great. That's that's pretty low. Peyton Thorne has 15 touchdowns and only like three interceptions. All right, my bad. My bad for um, uh, buying into the hype of Cade McNamara. I haven't played anybody, really. Well, that's the other thing. Again, we played very similar schedules. So everything I just said that's bad about Michigan, you can say about our team as well. You know, we have mm-hmm. this great run game, quote unquote, but that's because we break off for, you know, in the last game, uh, not against Indiana, but the game before against Rutgers, we had a 94 yard touchdown run. It was the longest play from scrimmage in school history. Like that just really overinflates the numbers, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And Walker's been doing that in like four out of the first seven games. He's had like one gigantic run. So if you look at him, yeah, he leads the nation in rushing, but who have we done it against? So, so who's winning? Give me the test. dub. The, now, now the biggest thing that we haven't mentioned here, rain is in the forecast. Ooh, and yes. for Michigan State, that helps. That does because y'all aren't y'all are gonna run the y'all are more of a running and, team. And also, the last time I was at I was at a Michigan Michigan State game. Oh yeah, for your podcast. Yeah, like in two thousand seventeen. Monsoon in the Bama big bandwagon. Yep. Michigan State won. Mm. If it's raining on Saturday, MSU. I'm taking the Spartans. All right, Schubert, you got the Spartans. All right. If it's raining, if it's raining. It's, so if we got to raining. Raining. So if it's not it's raining, raining, you got raining Michigan here. winning. Yeah. <laughs> I can <laughs> rain. I, okay. I can give you the weather forecast right I now. Accept, it's raining. I it's 30, that, 35% that, chance. 35% chance of rain. Schubert says, if if rain, Michigan State. If not rain, Michigan. Ian, who's winning? I'm not letting you do an if. You have to give a definite answer. <laughs> uh, Michigan State wins by three. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Michigan State wins by a last-second field goal. Because I okay. think what's going to end up happening is that we're both going to load the box because Michigan has a great running offense. We have a great running offense. And then the quarterbacks are going to be throw, forced to throw the ball down the field. And it's who can make and the play. Barring some monsoon where Peyton Thorne just has balls get away from him for, you know, terrible interceptions. I think Peyton Thorne is the more established quarterback. He obviously has the better arm down the field. Okay. And the only question there is can the offensive line, which is our most questionable area of our offense, 
can they give Peyton Thorne enough time to throw? And if they do that, they win the game. And okay. Maybe even by more than three. But I'm just being conservative because, again, neither of us have really played anybody. You're going to be back next week. We're bringing you back next week. <laughs> you you have to come back and talk Michigan State. We're going to see. Um, I'll be here. I'm, you know I'm just going to be a contrarian, and I'm going to pick. But, see, I think Mel Tucker is a great coach. And I want him to win, so it boosts this thing for LSU. But I also want him to lose. Do you so want he to wants do the coach lead. thing? We haven't touched on the coach thing. <laughs> we will. We'll, we'll do it in a second. All right, I'm picking Michigan solely for the fact that I want Harbaugh to win. So Mel Tucker's like, I'm out of here. Peace. And speaking of that, I'm not gonna say any. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna say this. Sources. I'm gonna use. I'm gonna use like how Schefter does it. Sources have told the Bros Who Think Network that the top candidates for the LSU coach is Mel Tucker, number one. Um, what's my boy's name? She read Lane Kiffin, number two. I don't know the rest. I know that I know the top two. That's what they're shooting for. And I think if Mel Tucker loses this weekend, it's more likely that he comes. Aim high to get Luke Fickle. I see you. Mm. Luke Fickle's not coming to LSU either. Why would Luke Fickle <laughs> want to leave the cakewalk that is the Cincinnati job? Prove himself. Ranked teams on the schedule every year to come to he, be he's going the, to a new conference. the eighth, maybe in the SEC. He's going to a new conference, like Schubert said. Also, I, mm. my personal belief is that Dave Aranda is legitimately a candidate. Oh, yeah. And I think that, see, Joe Brady, I don't think, I think Matt Rule's more of a candidate than Joe Brady. But I think if Matt Rule comes, Joe Brady comes with him. That's Matt Rule's already started laying the seeds that he's interested in going back to college. Yep. So. Yep, yep, yep. So, uh, Ian, you have a chance that Mel Tucker stays. But oh the, pr- the, the principal oh wants to show God. the players he that, he, that they can hire a black coach. The, 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 I mean, the dean of the, the, like the, the, head, the, the chancellor. So I'm just saying it's not looking good for Ian in Mi- Michigan State. Would you be hurt? I heard how do the how do the old white boosters at LSU feel about Mel Tucker? That's fair. How that's do they fair. Feel about throwing that's money to Mel's, and and that's Mel's why my sources say that they're trying to prove to to players because they got a bad backlash due to what happened with Coach O in the Black Lives Matter. They're trying to show recruits that hey, LSU supports African American African American coaches. And it it helps the boosters because Mel Tucker's a disciplinarian. So, so and they want to fake shit that the NFL does, where it's like, oh, we're going to interview one <laughs> just because like we want to save face. Well, well, they're going to hire one. See, that's the thing. Uh, interview if they just interview him, you're right. It's fake shit, and we'll call it out. I think they're going to hire him. Wait, but and why are they fake for just for interviewing him and not hiring him? What if he says no? Oh, if he says no, well then that's different. But if they if they just interview him, but they choose someone else and he doesn't say no then that's fake shit, Ian, because that's just like Schubert said, they're just doing it to save face. No, I believe that. They're just doing it to save face. What if they're like, okay, yeah, Mel Tucker's the guy going into these interviews, and then all of a sudden... They find out he's not? Well, yeah, you know, they just reevaluate him and be like, you know, maybe he's not the guy that we thought he was or, you know, whatever the case may be. You're posing posing great points, but like you (laughs) said, we both know the old white boosters of LSU. (laughs) Like, we know what time it is with them. So, and and they specifically want a disciplinarian because they want the team to be structured. (laughs) Well, and here's the other thing about Mel Tucker from the Michigan State standpoint. He's got a $32 million 
renovation coming in at the end of the season. They break ground the day after the season's over. He's got the uh, new athletic director that he wants and a guy named Alan Haller, who's a former MSU guy. Okay. Um, they've got, he's got the support of Tom Izzo, the basketball coach. Izzo and him really get along. Um, and he got more money for Ooh. him and his assistants. Wait, Alan Haller's a black AD that helped y'all. Uh, and, and not to just make it a race thing, but like that's he has a connection with that. Scott Woodward, older white guy. I don't know if they get along. That's a good point. I, I didn't even see that. Yeah, uh, he was really pushing for Haller uh, mm. during job search, apparently. Um, All right. So he's getting everything he wants there. He's got a massive salary. His assistants are getting paid really well. A couple of them True. are making a million plus each. I mean, anything that LSU is going to throw at this point, y'all are going to match. Who just became a, like a billionaire, and we got well, Dan and- Gilbert, the CEO of Quicken Loans, and those guys <laughs> are—they can't throw money at MSU fast enough right now. So Shoot, how you feel? They're going to dive into their checkbooks. Well, LSU is not going to be able to outpay him, and he'll stay for another five. I don't years know about that. Go back to the NFL. I don't know if LSU not gonna bail out. Pam, they'll they'll put that money up. But she would. How do you if feel? They give him a Godfather ten million dollar offer. Then yeah, he should go. He should take that money because MSU is not doing that. But if they say they, like they five might. or seven, oh yeah, we're matching y'all, that money. Y'all can match five or seven, but they might throw ten. She would. How you feel? Who you think's LSU's next coach? Who's LSU's next coach? Randa. Aranda, okay. I would be okay. Aranda or Rule. I like Rule is not a, a bad throw out there. No, me he neither. Bring Joe Brady. Yep. Joe I Brady think, ain't ready to be a head coach. At no, he's not. No, no, he's he not. is not. Not at all. But I do think he's ready to be the head offensive coordinator and not just the assistant to Imsminger as like co coordinator. coordinator. Yeah, no, no. I think Aranda would be my favorite choice because he's a defensive guy. He'll get the defense back up. You just need an offensive guy, but I do like Matt Rule a lot. Like, because Matt Rule has has a, a track record of running a program for multiple years, whereas Aranda's only been a head coach for just this year. And I don't know Even if he's, he's ready. Doing well. He is doing well, but an SEC team is different, but he's coached in the SEC, so he knows that. I'm okay with either coach, and I'm okay with Lane Kiffin, but that's just the LSU you know, update. Well, my thing with the, with the Mel Tucker thing is that I think he's starting to understand that his name is hot big no from the big 10 east to the sec west is not that big a difference you know in terms of success you know if he goes to lsu he's gonna play alabama every year he's gonna have to yeah. play but the same you know, he's in michigan state he's gotta play, you gotta ohio play, ohio state, state. You gotta play michigan every year yeah so like you know there's okay. really no there's no ohio difference state and like, michigan are not the same as alabama and georgia but, but, in terms but of lsu doesn't play, lsu doesn't have to play georgia every year not yeah, every year. Okay, then we at that point, you're yeah. Wisconsin again. But my it, thing is with this. At LSU, I'll say this. And you don't LSU, have any job security. You don't. I'm, now that's I'm, the, I'm, I'm, I'm helping your point here. You know yeah, no, he is. He's all, he is in a conference and a division that is equal to what he would go to at LSU. It's like, so where where is like where is he like moving up? He's pretty much in the same... He's, but if but I'll say program, this. It's the same place that he'd be in. If he I'll was. say this. The only difference is, I do agree with you. The only difference is, I think that at LSU, Mel Tucker could get the recruits that could put him in competition with Bama every year. Unlike where LSU are in competition every other three years, four years. Like, no, I'm saying he could be the guy to get them back to 
how Les Miles had them where it was one loss every year and that loss was Bama. I think he could do that. And I think that's a better situation at than Michigan State where the recruits may go to Michigan, they may go to Ohio State, they may go because like he can control Louisiana. And that and, we're getting and, guys from Florida and Georgia. We're getting guys okay. from Texas. We're getting guys from California because of Mel Tucker. Because of him, that's what I'm saying. And then so, my thing so like, is, he, 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 you know, what well, he he would have Michigan's to try and not win Louisiana, all those guys, which Ed Orgeron after a national championship wasn't doing. So it's like, but but you, he you, has some trophy winner was from a meet Louisiana played for Bama. Like, that's fair. That's fair. And, but but oh, I also did hear that Orgeron wasn't liked by people's grandmothers. That's makes not, sense. That's what I'm saying. And, and I think Mel Tucker will be liked by people's grandmothers, and that's but the will difference. Will he be liked by the boosters? That now that's the big question. But we'll talk more about this later. Any other college football games that are important this week, Shuby? Florida, Georgia. Okay, you think you think Florida has a shot? Or is this for Dan Mullen's job? Both. I think <laughs> you know if Dan Mullen loses, I mean it's it's not over good for his record. But I mean, like the thing is, is like. Florida, who are you? You're going to fire Dan Mullen, and what you going to do? Yeah, like, true. What are you going to do? Like, That's you know? my thing. Like, if if their quarterback doesn't get hurt, then maybe they're you know in a better situation. Well, I mean, the thing is, is just like let it ride. Like, you know, you ran into a, a buzzsaw in Kentucky this year. I'm sorry mm-hmm. about it. You had to play Alabama. I'm sorry about it. Yep. And then and, and LSU just somehow miraculously like. Came out of nowhere and beat you. And your quarterback like, was a was a true freshman. Let's see how he is sophomore year. Let, like I, I I'm not as mad as Dan Mullen as some Florida fans, but some Florida fans hate him. It's like, like blow it up and get who? Like that's the know, thing. What, I mean, and I, sure, I don't think the like, Florida job is better than the LSU job. And I'm gonna be honest, I don't think no. the Florida job is better than the USC job. Mm, they might be they might be equal, but I think USC offers something a better opportunity than Florida because you can run the Pac-12 if you if you get USC and do it right. You cannot run SEC if you get Florida. No. Especially when you got to play Georgia every year. Yep. And LSU. And Bama. That, that's no. why I think the USC job is better. They got to play Florida. Bama next year. True. But that's why I think the USC job is better than the Florida job if they fired uh, Dan Mullen. But uh, another game that's interesting is, is Ole Miss um, – Ole Miss Auburn. Auburn. Yeah, but I mean, it's more so for that third place spot because, you know, if if Alabama and Georgia both make the playoff, who goes to the Sugar Bowl? Third team in the SEC. Would that be Ole Miss? That would be huge for Ole Miss. If if, if I'm Lane Kiffin and I find myself in the Sugar Bowl, forget these other jobs because kids are going to be signing up to come to Ole Miss. (laughs) Ole Miss, like, I'm in. That's why I don't understand, like, the whole Lane Kiffin leaving thing. It's like, people are going to be wa- wanting to come to your program. Like they're on the cusp of being like the next West powerhouse. It's going to be like, they, they're right there. It, it's right there for the taking for less miles. Like, and you know, they are looking really hot, but we'll see what Auburn is. Like I I think I've said on this podcast before, Brian Harson is on the hot seat, even though that it's still his first season. They don't really like him there. He's getting made fun of all over the state because of his anti-vaxxing thing. You know, they don't like that. He doesn't go to church. You know, it, there's issues amongst the community and Brian Harson. So Brian Harson, you know, he's still got to play Ole Miss. He's still got to mm-hmm. play uh, Alabama. I mean, you know, those are two possible losses. I'm trying to think, you know, I don't think they played Texas A&M yet. That's a possible loss. If he goes and loses a bunch of these games, you know, seven wins is not acceptable at Auburn. 
That's fair. And, and with with being a la- the laughing stock of the state because of your vaccine thoughts, and you know not being religious enough for Auburn, so it's like, you know, he he's he's pretty much coaching for his job too. But you know, if we're talking about other good games, you know, Ian said Ohio State, Penn State is going to be pretty huge. And uh, oh gosh, isn't there one more? I think that might be it. Uh, yeah, if, if you're that's a Big Ten guy, Iowa and Wisconsin is interesting. Because the Big Ten West is still pretty wide open. If Wisconsin wins this game, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, also, is Tulane, um, Cincinnati interesting? Does, no. does, does the Green Wave have a shot? <laughs> now, give me a break. Now, Tulane might be a nice bet because I think that Tulane could probably, you know, Cincinnati's a twenty-five point favorite. I think Tulane could cover that. Okay. Okay, let's see what happens. Let's see what Lose happens. by three touchdowns. That's possible. That's that is. Also, shout out to UL. UL. Hmm. The, the Sun Belt goes through Lafayette, baby. Coastal Carolina got beat oh. by App State. You know, conference realignment has also been a really interesting thing in the NCAA. Sun Belt just added Southern yep. Miss, mm-hmm. and they're looking to add more. Which is an interesting. Uh, Conference USA is in this mix where they might they might lose more teams to the American and the Sun Belt, and then they might pull up FCS schools. So, like the Division One A of college football could be massively expanding within the next few months, and it's pretty interesting to see what might happen there. James Madison possibly getting a move up. Uh, you know, we could be seeing Marshall come to the Sun Belt. Like, there's. So much mm-hmm. movement going on right now. I mean, UAB is going to be in the American Conference. That's pretty big for, you know, my neck of the woods. True. Uh, so there's a lot of alignment coming going on right now. It's kind of interesting, but we'll keep an eye on that. All right. Well, that's our NCAA, courtesy of our college football guys. These guys, this is their bread. And, that's their bread and butter. Schubert and Ian love that shit. I mean, look. Schubert, not to give his business, but my dude is playing NCAA fucking ten. Like. <laughs> 13. <laughs> I don't even know. Is what, that what's, what's system? So it's, 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 it's Xbox 360. It starts at, <laughs> it starts at 2012 and I'm on 2020 now. Oh my so gosh. Eight seasons in. How, how are the graphics? Like, please tell the people, like, what are you, what are you dealing with? Not are bad. they shitty? I mean, it's not bad. It's not that different okay. than Madden right now. All right. But, but just, just checking. All right. Let's get to the NFL. Big, 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 big week seven. A lot of things we got to play. Are they real or are they fake this week? But let's talk about some games. Saints got a big win off of the bye. I think the Saints win showed that the defense is for real, for real. You get on your Mata back. It's going to are be. They? Look, I'm going to say this. You get on your Mata back. It's going to be a legit defense. The pass rush is finally here with Davenport, uh, Tonga Bahoa, and, and Cam Jordan. Davenport allows for Cam Jordan to get free because his old ass does not command any attention where Davenport does. Anya model command attention. And the secondary is only getting stronger as they get healthier. I, I really like this defense. You bring Quan Alexander into the linebacking core that's led by Demario Davis, who's arguably the best linebacker in the league with Zach Bond and, and Pete Warner. Great linebacking core. This Saints defense is real deal, Shuby. You hating. Linden, sipping, sipping the Kool-Aid. You hating. You hating. I'm Linden, not going to say the... Linden. 
You played Seattle, <laughs> whose starting quarterback is Geno Smith. It was in the rain. It was, I'm just saying, the defense held up. Geno Smith. I was watching the Manning broadcast. They're ripping this dude the whole game because he's making mistake after mistake after mistake. Like, well, look, you know, Geno Smith against the C- against the Steelers the, was twenty three for thirty two, two hundred nine yards and one touchdown. That's not a bad the, game. If the Seahawks make two field goals, the Saints lose. Well, they didn't. They fucking didn't. So, so yeah. So the Saints won because Seattle has a bad field goal kicker and a bad quarterback. And a Congrats. look. All right. Well. This week, when the Saints put it on the Bucks, because our defense is legit, I don't want to hear shit. Oof, Bucks are gonna put it on. The All right, so yeah, okay. Mark Ingram back. All right, that's cool. So, so let me ask you this: If the Saints beat the Bucks, what will you say then? The defense is legit. Great game. Then they're in the they're in the playoff run. All right, right now they're just a pretender. Four and two. Four and okay. two pretender. So real or fake Saints? Fake. Same fake. I'm saying real ish. Real ish. Oh, God. Here we go with the issues again. Wild card team. Real ish. Ian, Saints, real or fake? Fakers? Uh, are they Super Bowl contenders? No. No, just we're talking about playoffs. Playoff contenders. Playoffs. Just playoff, making the playoffs. I mean, at this point, I... four and two. That's all I'm saying. We thought the Saints There's... would be three and three or, or two and four going into the bye. And Schubert knows that four and two is big. Okay, uh, I'd say at this point, yeah. I mean, they're still contenders to make the playoffs, but I don't think they'll do much once they get there. If they do, that's fair. I agree with that. We're not. I'm not. I'm not. That's why I said real ish. And Schubert, you know that one against the Packers was legit. That was when our team was fully healthy. No, that was that was false. That was fool's gold. How was that? Like, that fool's was gold? like because the pack because if they played today, the Packers would kill. Like, eh, I don't know. I don't, I don't Packers know would win. We don't know that. Like, uh, mm. We got their number. <laughs> All right. Have you ne- seen Aaron Rodgers lately? Look, I saw that. I saw that game against Washington. Have you seen Tom Brady lately? No. Yeah. no tomorrow night is tomorrow night is a big proving point because without Devontae Adams, what are the Packers? Exactly. And we're going to talk about that game in a little bit when we talk about the games this week. But I want to ask you: Are the Chiefs done? No. Hmm. As far as what this making the playoffs? Or- yeah, making the playoffs. Um. As far as making the playoffs, no. I mean, they they could still win their division. Um, you know, they still it's got a lo- games they can lose. Now, I mean, it, but they can't lose. They can't lose more than four games. They that's what to, I'm saying. Yeah, but I mean, like they can still lose three games, but I think they can come back. Uh, are they, they real? Are they fake? I'm saying they're real. I mean, am I worried about them? Yes. I'm super I, worried about I, them. But that's just because look at what they did the last couple of years. Like, yeah, fair. I, I think we're quick to overreact with teams like that when they don't live up to expectations. I mean, we do it to Alabama all the time, and they they surprise us. You know, after only the reason loss, like the Texas A&M game. Only reason why I'm so worried is just the fact that this is the worst defense Kansas City's put around Patrick Mahomes. I I'm not worried about them in the sense that. I think if they make a run, it's going to be on the offense shoulders. And I do think that's possible. But I do think this is the worst defense that they've had. I don't think they should sign Tyron Matthew. Use that money elsewhere. And my thing is, if I'm them, I really kind of hope we lose out just so we can get a high draft pick, use it to, on defense, 
Use that money in free agency and defense and come back next year even better because you got Pat signed long-term. You got Kelsey signed long-term. You got Tyreek signed long-term. You just made a new offensive line. It doesn't hurt them if they lose out, I believe. So this is a I'm just, I just process their schedule. Uh, I would just look at their schedule. I, I'm, I changed my mind. They're, they're out. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like They, they got to they play Green Bay, Vegas twice, Dallas, let's, let's look Chargers, at this. and the Bengals, who are not an out. Not enough. Good this year. Yep. So they got the Packers this week. They got the Giants. Easy win. That's a win. Win. They go Packers, Raiders, Cowboys. That's to me. That's three losses. At least two and two losses. At least two losses. Broncos. I'm gonna give them a win. Raiders. They'll probably win one of the two. Chargers. That's a loss. Steelers. That's not an easy out. Bengals. That's a loss right now. And Broncos. That's a win. So, and Schubert said they can't have more than four losses. That's four right there. Packers, yeah. Cowboys, Chargers, Bengals, and that's me assuming that they don't be, that they beat the Raiders both times, which I don't know if that's possible. I got the yeah, I got yeah. the I got the Kansas City Chiefs out. But so then I you do, have the Bengals in from that division. I do. I got the Chargers in from that division. Oh yeah, Chargers, yeah. Yep, got the, okay. got the Chargers in from that division. Now, are the Tennessee Titans real or fake? Real in their vision, yeah. Yeah, I, I got them as real, hesitant real, because I, I think they're going to win their division, but I don't think they're going to make any noise in the playoffs. Derrick Henry is a great running back. I just don't think he has the quarterback to, to win games. I just don't. And the defense is shaky. I think the Titans have a chance to make it to the conference championship. I don't Ooh. think they have a chance to make a Super Bowl. Ooh, okay. You got a conference championship. I don't got them that far. No, I mean, like, I don't think they're going to get to – I think they have a, a chance to. Like, you're saying that they're, like, a one out, out on the playoffs. They're pretty much built to be a pretty good playoff team. They got the, – you know, their defense is, is shaky, shaky at best, but okay. And, you know, they can they control run the, ball. the clock. But they the Mike issue Frable, is – experienced coach. The issue is, is they're going to get a home. They're going to get home field. If okay, that's the thing. In the wild card, I'm assuming is going to come from the AFC North. If it's the Ravens or the Browns, I think that that's a winnable game in their out round. Yeah, and I, I like, and that's who it's looking Even like Bengals. the wild card team is going to be, or the Bengals, any one of those three. That's who the wild card team is looking like it's going to be, or or maybe the Chargers. And if it's the Chargers, I think they're losing two. And speaking of the Chargers, real or fake, Ian, what you got? Uh, I mean, the Chargers are real. I mean, yeah, I they're super real to from me. them up to this point. Yep. Like, it, it's hard to count them out, even though they are technically in second in their division behind uh, Vegas. Um, but Vegas is. Yeah, they were on a bye week this week, too. So um, as far as the AFC. North, oh, last week. Um, I think the uh, I think the Bengals are coming out of the AFC North. Ooh, you got them winning the division. Okay. I Let's go, so, Joe yeah. Burrow. Is Joe I mean, Burrow the MVP yeah. right now? That's that's something that. I haven't heard yet, but you might be on something. Like I, I'm serious. If Joe Burrow wins the AFC North outright, <laughs> yeah, well, like, so I, I don't think any of us think that Pittsburgh is winning that division. Fuck no. no. Fuck no. And, and I just know. Fuck no. <laughs> so then I guess it just depends on how you feel about the Browns. I mean, the Browns... The Browns, to me, I'm out on them because Baker Mayfield is hurt. And, like, 
Case Keenum will get them to the playoffs, but they're going to be around one out with him. I'm sorry. Like, but the thing is, the difference with them in Tennessee is their defense is really fucking good. And I do believe that their defense, and like Schubert said, they're built to run. I believe with that defense and that running game, they can they can they can win around. They can win around. Yeah, that's fair. Chubb's I agree healthy. with that. If Chubb's healthy, that's the thing. Chubb and Kamara are are hurt, but uh, what you call it? The Ernest, the Ernest been the balling. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> so, but the Bengals. I'm just saying, if Joe Burrow, if Joe Burrow wins that division against Lamar Jackson in Baker Mayfield, he has to be the MVP. And Big Ben, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, he's gross, <laughs> scrub-ass Big Ben. I mean, it's but, nice to have on the accolade list. Like, Joe Burrow stats this year, um, he has a passer rating of 108, eight interceptions, 17 touchdowns, 1,956 yards. Let me just look up Kyler really quickly because I think Kyler is, like, his competition right now. Because Kyler is undefeated. Kyler's at 2,000 yards, 17 touchdowns, five interceptions, six uh, passer rating of 116. So they're about, they're about even. Joe has more, Joe has uh, more interceptions and less yards, same amount of touchdowns, less passer rating. But I think Joe has the worst team. And Kyler can, the Cardinals can win games if Kyler's bad. The Bengals cannot win a fucking game if Joe Burrow's bad. Yeah, they need that offense functioning at a high level at all times to have a chance at, uh, you know, making a run in the playoffs. Yep. Um, I think Arizona's just so stacked on both sides of the ball. They're so damn good. Let's let's talk about Arizona for a second. News coming in an hour ago, J.J. Watt likely to undergo surgery season ending. I don't think that matters. He wasn't doing shit anyway. I don't know, man. He he's a very vocal leader on that defense. Yeah, you know, I and, and I do guess he commands attention. Like you gotta yeah. be like, that's JJ Watt there. You can't just not go after him. But that defense, like, let me tell you some of the, the studs on that defense. Because that defense Isaiah Simmons ended up being a really great I, draft pick. Isaiah Simmons, uh Zaven Collins, the, the the rookie, that dude is balling. Marcus Golden, fucking uh, who else? Who else has been Marcus Golden? They have Buda Baker. Killing. They have Buda Baker. They have Kennard, Devon Kennard. They got um, Wilson, Marco Wilson. They got fucking Murphy, B- Byron Murphy. They just have a good team, man. A good team all the way around. But I, I will say this: losing JJ Watt does hurt them in the sense that, like, like Ian said, leader, but also he draws attention. But I still think. The Cardinals are the best team in the NFC for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I don't see a team better than them in the NFC right now. To me, if you ask me the best teams in the NFL, I'd say in the AFC, the best team is I'm still going to say the Bills just because I think they're the most complete team. I don't know if the Bing, I still need to see more from that Bengals defense. The pass rush is real, but is the pass defense real? I don't know. The Chargers, I need to see a little more consistency. The Bills' only issue is the run game. Their defense is great. Their pass game is great. The run game is suspect with Zach Moss and fucking Devin Singletary. Yeah, I don't think uh, that's the answer for them. Um, I I don't know if it's their year this year. Um, To be quite honest with you, in the AFC right now, I like Tennessee. um, Just because I think Derrick Henry is so damn good. Do you think they're Uh, the best team in the AFC too? 
Well, I'm just saying, like you were telling, saying that they're a one-out playoff. I don't fuck with Tennessee, like, man. I think they're fools' goal, but I, I respect Ian's opinion, though, for sure. She would, it's, it's hard to look at Derrick Henry and think that they're going to be a one-out team. He should I mean, be Derrick the MVP. He's going to run everyone into the ground the rest of the season. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sick that the MVP is a quarterback award because if it wasn't, it should be for him. Like he, he is literally the best football player right now on the planet. Like what he is doing is insane. Yeah, he's a monster. I mean, he's the reason Tennessee is where they are in this. That's season. A if they don't have Derrick Henry. They might <laughs> be in the same spot as Jacksonville and Houston. That's a fact. That's a fact. She were and best team be in the AFC. To anybody on that? I know they got a pretty decent defense. No, nah, their defense is, is whack. <laughs> they've got some good receivers as well. Old. Uh, I'd probably, I'd probably still stick with Buffalo. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm rocking with Buffalo. Best team in the NFC for y'all, Arizona. I mean, it purely in record, they, yes, but yeah. Green Bay and uh, the Cowboys are pretty Bay. fucking good too. And the yeah, I, as much I as hate saying it, but yeah, they are. Part. Like their offense, like their defense is suspect. Diggs is good and Parsons is good. Outside of that, questions. But that offense is a monster. Like, who are you going to guard? Who are you going to double-team? Cooper? CeeDee Lamb's going to fucking beat your secondary cornerback. Uh, the and then Schultz is a fucking monster tight end. You got Zeke out the backfield. And Michael Gallup in your slot. Like, th- that and offense Pollard. is incredible. And Pollard. Like, offense is insane. And Dak yeah. is Dak's an MVP candidate as well. He has to be. I mean, uh, yeah, Dallas so is really Brady good and I I don't have Brady in the I don't I'm not Brady I don't have Rodgers in the MVP I think the MVP race for me is Kyler Joe Burrow Josh Allen Dak Prescott Tom Brady I think that's my MVP race and Lamar is right on the outside you don't you don't even throw Derrick Henry in that conversation at all. I, I'm, Ian, I, I want. Like, get it. They're not gonna win. Like I, I'm not gonna even put it. I'm not gonna even say his name and do the. He's gonna win Offensive Player of the Year, which I think Fair is enough. stupid. Like if he can win that, why can't he win MVP? But MVP has been a quarterback award. But if if running backs would win it, Derrick Henry would be number one. He would legitimately be number one. Fair enough. So um, I think in the NFC right now, at least, I think Arizona is the top team, but that's just purely because of their record at the moment. I think Green I the Rams Bay up and there Tampa too. Bay are very close seconds. Um, and then I think Dallas and the Rams are kind of that third tier. Ooh, see, I'm, I'm switching that. I got Arizona is tier one. Tier two right under Arizona is the Rams and Dallas for me. And then tier three is Tampa Bay and Green Bay. I think they're way more suspect than the Rams and Dallas. I think the Rams and Dallas are the real deal. The Rams were down 19 to 17 to the Lions at one point in the late in the Tam- third quarter. Tampa Bay beat the Cowboys when the Cowboys didn't have Diggs rolling and Michael Parsons didn't know what the fuck he was doing. By so by this your same argument, then the Green Bay lost to the Saints. Really <laughs> I knew you were gonna do that, you asshole. <laughs> so. Fuck no, fuck Green Bay. They got smoked. <laughs> Touché, week one is no, just a scratch, then. Touche, my friend. Touche. <laughs> and just can't handle the fact that the Saints are garbage. <laughs> we're not garbage. We're just mediocre. <laughs> no, you're right. The Lions are Subpar. garbage, but you're just, like, right above garbage. <laughs> no, no, Schubert. We are mediocre. 
Ian's team is garbage. Your team is subpar. My team is average. <laughs> no, you're like the half-eaten ding-dongs on the top level of the garbage that somebody just threw in there because they got tired of eating fucking ding-dongs. <laughs> Wait, that's like that Seinfeld Nobody episode. tired of eating ding-dongs. That's that Seinfeld episode where George Costanza goes into the trash at the at his girlfriend's house and eats the eclair at the top of the trash can. <laughs> that's a good episode. <laughs> that's a great episode. Okay, so we talked about best teams in both conferences. We played real or fake. Let's talk about the games this week before we move to the NBA and finish up bros who ball. Schubert, give me a game this week that people should be watching and give me the winner. And then me and Ian will give you the winner of the game. Packers Cardinals. Yeah, that's tomorrow, Thursday night. Who you got? I got the Cardinals winning that. I got the Cardinals winning that too. No Devontae Adams. No, they're missing Alan Lazard too. Who's he going to throw to? Equinemia St. Brown and Marcus Valdez Scantling? No, sir. <laughs> yeah, I got the Cardinals as well. I just blow out. You know, yeah, well, I wouldn't say blowout. I'd yeah, say Aaron's seventeen at the most. I'll like, say twenty-one yeah. to ten, like that type of game, or like twenty-one yeah. fourteen, at least by touchdown. Yeah, I don't see it being any worse than seventeen points, and I think that's still a kind of a stretch. All right, Ian, you start looking for your game, and I'll give mine while you look. I'm gonna All say right. Buccaneers Saints just because it has a lot on the line. Uh, for the NFC South, are the Saints for real? Are they fake? We're going to find out this week and uh, among the other games coming. So I'm going to pick the I'm picking the Saints to win. Fuck it. My, my head is telling me to pick the Bucks. My heart is telling me to pick the Saints. I'm going with my heart. I, surprise, surprise. <laughs> y'all think the Bucks win. Y'all both got the Bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. But I will say this. Does this change your mind? They're in the dome. Big crowd. No. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Then they already losing the dome. Shut up, Schubert. <laughs> they had no fans. <laughs> Ian, give me a game. Not many good ones left. Um, I mean, if you're looking at storylines, the Lions are 0-7, and they play at home versus the Eagles this week. So just purely to see if the Lions will continue to shit the bed. Wait, I'm how, how do you feel about your coach crying on national television? <laughs> oh, I am. I have never been a Lions supporter. <laughs> In my heart of hearts, I only have room for Michigan State football and basketball. I don't <laughs> care about the Pistons. I don't care about the Lions. That's a damn so, shame. The Pistons won you some championships, buddy. <laughs> I, okay, in what? The, in 1994. Okay, fair. I was what? Oh yeah, I, at that I, point. Yeah, I was old I wasn't enough even to remember. Wa- I was like 12. I, said, I was watching MSU stuff. <laughs> and I was living in Alabama, so we didn't even get most of the Pistons games. That was back in the direct TV <laughs> days. Finals. Got the finals, yeah. <laughs> they beat Kobe and Check. So and I remember I watching it, that. but it was just kind of like, oh cool. Like I never Dang. lived in Michigan when I was a kid. But anyway, I digress. So yeah, um, you got the Lions game. I, I'm gonna say uh Schubert, if I you was don't, gonna if, say Chiefs and Giants. I got one. That's my real. Yeah, point. I know. I know which one you're gonna say. Say it, Schubert. Go ahead. Chiefs and Giants. Giants Colts. Chiefs are gonna bust the Giants' ass. Schubert's team's trash. <laughs> yeah. They need to. No, they need I, to draft a new quarterback. Danny Dimes isn't the guy. Or you. Or y'all. Or y'all coach is not the guy. Y'all need to get rid of fucking Jason Garrett. What you mean, oh. Joe Judge? No, 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 no. I'm talking about y'all need a new offensive coordinator. I know. Okay. Yeah, I like Joe Judge. Yeah, Joe Brady. Maybe whoever, but uh, no, Titans Colts, man. That's the one okay. I was going to say. I wasn't going to say that one, but important for their division. That is important for their Colts division. Are, Colts are coming off a big win. You know, mm-hmm. Wentz is, is dealing again. You know, the Titans got to prove that they can beat the Colts. Ownership. 
Yep, that's a fact. I like that game. I'm actually going to pick the Colts to upset because I liked what I saw against them in San Fran. And like you said, Wentz is feeling good again. So who you got winning, the Titans? Yeah, yeah I got the Titans winning. The Colts are actually favored, mm. which is interesting. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, but um, but I, I'll take Tennessee. In the All right. Zone. Ian, you got Titans as well? I have Tennessee as well. I mean, even though it's in Indianapolis, I like I say, it's you can't pick against Derrick Henry at this point. That's and Carson Wentz, you're right, has been playing better, but I still don't think that they're where they need to be uh, all around to, to beat the Titans. Final game I'm going to say is Patriots-Chargers. Big game for that division. Chargers going up against Bill Belichick. How will Justin Herbert do? I think that's a very important game, but I do have the Chargers winning. But for the Patriots, they still have a shot to make the wild card. This is a big game for them. So they need to win as well because they are three and four right now. And same as Chiefs. Yep. And same as the Colts. So, you know, all three of those teams have every opportunity to make it to the playoffs. Yeah, yes. three and four. Yes, they do. The AFC is just so real close. Top heavy. Yep. It's like, yep, you're either yep, yep. real good or you're either real bad. Yeah. Unless and you're in the NFC North. That's a fact. North. So, but that's our NFL coverage. Let's finish up with the NBA. All right. What we're going to do this is we're going to say each, say like three teams that we like to, you know, be good teams in the playoffs, pick our Eastern conference finals, our Western conference finals, our NBA finals and champion, and then we'll do MVP and that type of shit. All right. Wait, you want, you want me to just give you the eight playoff teams? I can do that real quick. Oh, if you can do that. Yeah. Fair enough. Go ahead. Give me your eight. Yeah. I was just doing that. Cause East. I don't know if Ian could do all eight. East Chicago, Charlotte, New York, Brooklyn, Miami, Atlanta, Milwaukee, Philadelphia. No Boston. No Boston. Wow. No Boston. I think you're tripping. I got, okay. So I'm going to, Say the play in. I'm gonna say nine because we have a play in now. So, uh, well, nine, I'll give him Boston. Yeah, I was about to say, you gotta say Boston. I, I got at the bottom Hornets. Well, at the bottom, I have Knicks, Hornets, Sixers. That's my bottom team. I do not think the Sixers are gonna be a top team. I'm sorry. Bottom team. I like, I think the Hornets, I think the, the Knicks will be like eighth, Hornets like seventh, seven, eight. I think the Knicks and the Hornets are seven, eight. Nine with the Sixers. So that's that's three. And then I go uh, Boston, Atlanta, Miami, the Bulls, the Bucks, the Nets. And that's my nine. So you want me to do my nine? Yeah, if you you got, go ahead. If you got your nine of these. All right. Uh, In no particular order. Um, Chicago and Charlotte are in. Uh, Miami's in, Atlanta's in, Milwaukee's in, uh, the Nets are in, uh, Boston's in, and then I'd say, did I say the Knicks? You did not say the Knicks. That's what I was waiting on. Uh, The Knicks are probably in there. That's eight, and then the final one. I guess Philly. Yeah. Philly's so tough, man. I just like. I just have no idea what's going to happen with that. Yeah, at the end the of the thing. day, you still have Joel Embiid, you know, Doc Rivers, yeah, Tobias Harris, and Seth Curry. You know, they got players. They have Seth they Curry. they do. They have a great roster. That's the thing. They will make the playoffs, but the situation is with seed. I don't see them being a top four seed when Atlanta's really good, 
when the Nets are there, the Bucks are there, and like I think the Heat are good as well. I like Boston and I like the Bulls. So that's six teams that I think are better than Philly. And I like the Hornets. I really do. I think the Hornets are going to take a leap. So I like them better than Philly. And I like the Knicks better than Philly. So it's just like, I think they're a low seed in the East. I think the East has gotten really better. And I'm actually more intrigued in the East this year than I am the West. We could do the West. The West is easy. So in no particular order, I got Golden State, the Jazz, the Mavericks, the Nuggets, the Lakers. This is where shit gets tough. Um, shit. Okay. The Timberwolves, I think, are a playing team. I'm going to say the Pels are a playing team. That's seven. The Suns and the Trailblazers. That's my nine. That's my nine. Memphis doesn't get in. No Memphis getting in. And oh, actually, take the Trailblazers out. I'm putting the Clippers. Thank you, Schubert. Trailblazers not in. Memphis not in. I do think from what I saw from the Pelicans tonight against Atlanta, they are a fucking good team. When Zion Williamson comes back, that team will be legit. But you don't have to believe me. The Saints, I'll be honest, more homerism than the Pelicans. The Pelicans, I actually see some things there. Brandon Ingram has gotten better. Jonas Valanciunas is a legitimate center who is top five. Dude gets 20 and 20. Devontae Graham, before LaMelo Ball got there, was a most improved candidate, was an all-star potential selection. He is balling. You you, you have a baller point guard. You got Jonas Valanciunas. Brandon Ingram is a legitimate all-star again. With Zion Williamson and Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who I think is most improved, but it might be Devontae Graham. Herbert Jones is the... A top defender in the league right now? Like, you have that with Trey Murphy? I think if the Pelicans at the deadline can add some more veteran pieces for that bench, because I don't like Kyra, I don't like Garrett Temple, Najee Marshall hasn't been producing, and Jackson Hayes is a toss-up. But our top seven of Devontae Graham, Jonas Valanciunas, uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Brandon Ingram, Zion, Trey Murphy, and Herb Jones, I'll take that seven against any fucking seven in the league. I swear on my life. All right. You want me to do nine? Yeah, go ahead. LA, LA. Golden State. All right. Utah. All right. We agree so far. Denver. We agree. Dallas. We agree. Phoenix. We agree. Don't sleep on Minnesota. I'm telling you, don't sleep on them. They're good this year, Schubert. They are good. Ant-Man is legit. The thing is that with Minnesota, Ant-Man is now the number one option. Carl Anthony Towns plays perfect as the second, and D'Angelo Russell's the third. I'm telling you, they won a big game tonight. They won a huge game, and Ant-Man was the person who shot the final shot. They're 3-1 and one right now, but don't put the Timberwolves in. Put the grid. They beat the Bucks tonight, 113-108. Just letting you know. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll put it in Minnesota and New Orleans, but I just, I'm waiting to see. When we get to Christmas time, yeah, Christmas and time, I'm, we're gonna and do I get it again. A chance to watch a Minnesota game, we're gonna do it again. We're gonna do Christmas. We're gonna do this again at Christmas. I do not believe in the Grizzlies. I at all, at all. Like John Moran is good, but he he needs help. Losing well, Jonas Valanciunas, they made a bad trade. Huge. They made a horrible trade. They lost that trade. They got back a player who we haven't heard anything about this year yet. No height, no nothing, and they lost their second best player. And Jonas, they did, which yeah. was dumb. 
So Ian, give me your give me your Western. Not it's tough. The West is tough. Probably the same. Yeah, I would say Golden State, Utah, Dallas, uh, two Los Angeles teams. So that's what five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Portland. Okay, you got Portland uh, in. Phoenix. Yep, that's seven. Two more. Uh, Minnesota. The Nuggets. Okay, yeah, that's oh, that's, that's yeah, that's nine. Okay, so you got Portland making in over New Orleans. That's fair. Por- Portland this year, I'm saying is going to take a drop off. Dame just has no help. They're one and two right now. They're not looking too good. They rely too. Well, oh, go ahead. Two and two after yeah, tonight. W- watch them. Okay. Watch them start sending out assets midseason. CJ McCollum is going to be on someone uh, another team at the he end. He needs to be, bro. They got to get Dame some help. And if not, if that happens, then when we get to Christmas time and do this again, I might have the Trailblazers in. But right now, I just don't believe in Nurkic, McCollum, Lillard, and Covington. Yeah, they can make the play in, but. Like I said, I'll take I'll take the Pelicans top seven over any team seven. Dame is obviously the best player of both teams. Zion is the second best player, and Brandon Ingram is the third. Then CJ McCullum, and then Jonas. Jonas is better than Nurkic for sure. And then Devontae Graham, because the because they have no one on that team better than Devontae Graham. Covington, Little, Simons, none of them. And then let me tell you, after Devontae Graham, we have the next best player. And Nikhil Alexander-Walker. I'm taking him over Covington, Little, Simons, all of them. That's why I think the Pelicans, the, they have a better bench than the Pelicans. The Pelicans don't have a good bench right now. That's our problem. But Schubert, Herbert Jones, that kid can fucking play, man. When I saw that dude pick Trey Young up full court, I was like, oh, that's a bad man. If he can get a jump shot, dude's going to be incredible. He just needs to stop getting starting minutes. Like once Zion comes in, he can come off the bench. And that'll be better for him. Primarily focus on, yeah. Defense, yep. But I like him as like, in it, depending on if we play a, a smaller team like a Golden State, where you put Zion at the center, Herb at the four, Brandon Ingram at the three, Nikhil and Devontae, and then, or if we play a big team, you play Jonas instead of Herb. But I think Herb can be that small ball well, think, power forward. I think he's he's going to be a rotating guard. Uh, you know, the defender. Wind defender I mean, I, yeah, they, they play Golden State. I mean, he's got a guard staff. I mean, yep. he has to, and he. I think he can do it too. That's the crazy thing. Herb's that good. He's the man. Yeah. But all right, give me your um, Eastern Conference Finals, Schubert. Eastern Finals, uh, Bucks. today i'll just do bucks brooklyn and we'll wait and see all right all right ian give me yours uh the bucks are definitely there y'all high on the bucks i see yeah i don't know man i mean the bulls could make a run at it charlotte's been looking good so far this season um it's tough to tell who that other spot is going to be at this point i mean it, it's just so early in the season i don't really put much stock give in me your early season bucks, pick give me your pick fine all right i'll say bucks and uh fuck, i like charlotte this year fuck it let's ride ride i like that i like the balls that you took to say charlotte because i got <laughs> balls too next miami heat 
The fucking Bucks are making it. I like what I'm seeing from Jimmy, Kyle, Bam Adebayo, and Tyler Hero. They better win now because their window is closing fucking fast. Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry are going to be old fucks sooner rather than later. I think they have this year and next year, and that's it. I got Miami making it to the finals with the Nets. All right, let's go to the West. The West, I actually have Golden State making the finals. I mean, the the Western Conference finals versus, I'm going to say the Nuggets. I do not think the Lakers make it. I'm not picking the Clippers. I'm I'm saying Golden State Nuggets in the finals. Schubert, in the the Western Conference finals. Who you got, Schubert? I got Golden State and Dallas. Mm, I like it. We got balls. All of us. I love it. But this will not be the same Dallas team that is today. Dallas will make a move. Ooh, okay. All right. Now, if that happens uh, come Christmas time, I'm definitely going to change my Nuggets pick. Let me just let you know that. But I'm not changing Golden State. I actually fucking think Golden State is great this year. And if Clay comes in, my goodness, if they would have drafted LaMelo, it would have been over with. It would have been Dunskis. They Picking Wiseman was the worst thing they've done in years. But, Ian, who you got? Western Conference Finals. Uh, at this point, without Clay. I'm saying Utah and Dallas. Oh, you don't, you don't, if don't. Clay comes back. I reserve the right to change <laughs> one of those two goals. You better change it because yeah. Utah not fucking making it. All right, let's get our NBA finals. My NBA finals is Golden State taking on the Nets. Steph versus KD. KD's new team versus Steph's team. Schubert, who's your NBA finals? We'll do the champion after this. I got the same. Nice. Ian, give me your final. Ian's is going to be different because um, he has no Nets, no no Golden State. So then I'd say the Bucks and Dallas. All right. My champion is Steph Curry getting another win, beating KD and showing KD he should have never left Golden State. I got Steph and Golden State winning the championship. Ian, who you got winning the championship out of the Bucks in Dallas? I'm going with the Bucks. Nice. Bucks repeating. All right. Cool. Schubert, who you got winning out of Golden State in the Nets? The key will be coaching. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This dude, boy, he never fails to stop throwing shots at Steve Nash. (laughs) We're never getting Steve on this pod. Steve, I fuck with you. Schubert, not so much. (laughs) Schubert, not so much. He's a Hall of Fame player. Who's y'all's MVP, Schubert? Who's your, who, who, <laughs> shade. shade. Who's your MVP Don't be this fooled, year? at-home audience. He's not <laughs> respecting Steve Nash right He's now. not. Not at all. <laughs> Who's your MVP? Who, me? Yeah, you. Starting it off. Ian's going to go next. Oh, uh, Steph. Mm, I like it. Ian, who's your MVP? You're probably Steph at this point. Okay, so y'all are saying Steph. I want to say Steph. I got Golden State winning. Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to say Steph, too, because Steph is balling. But don't number be surprised. Two, I'm saying Giannis is number. Oh, you got Luka number. I got Giannis number two. I think Giannis had a jump shot that people are going to be like, oh, he's amazing. He's putting up numbers. Like, I, I, I wouldn't be like, I wanted to say Giannis over Steph, but Steph is doing some incredible shit. And if they're going to make the finals, he will. So, but Giannis is my number two. Yeah, I have Giannis number two as well. It, it's very clear that he worked on his jump shot in the offseason. Yes, he did. Unlike Ben Simmons. Yes, I got to give that. I got to <laughs> give my man Giannis some props. So that's a fucking fact. Um, my most improved comes from the Pelicans, either Devontae Graham or Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Y'all don't have to give a most improved. I don't know if y'all don't want to, but that that's mine. No nah, need. Co- y'all got a coach of a year? Maybe Lonzo. 
Lorenzo is a good, that's a, that's not a bad choice. Caruso's not a bad choice either. Neither is LaMelo Ball. All three of those great, great options. Miles Bridges as well. Your boy been balling, Ian. Got to give him props. Oh, yeah. I've been watching. Yeah, I know you put that. You got Charlotte big in the finals. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, yeah, I guess that's pretty much everything. NBA, really. We'll talk more about the games themselves as as they progress. Going to bring in different guests and whatnot. Ian, tell the people where they can follow you at on social media. You can find me on Twitter at IanBWT. And you can find me on Instagram at IanHawley12. Y'all make sure y'all go follow Ian. No run it back this week because I didn't get a chance to watch a movie, but we're still going to review Train to Basan. It's going to be on Bros Who Binge. So y'all will get run it back. It'll just be out on Monday in the form of Bros Who Binge. Schubert, tell the people they can follow you out on social media. You can follow me at hschubert14 on Twitter and Instagram, AdamBWT on Letterboxd. Watching a bunch of horror movies now. Probably yeah. gonna talk about it. I, I watched <laughs> Amityville Horror, nineteen seventy. Did you watch The Fear Amityville yet? Horror with Ryan Reynolds. Well, I'm not gonna pay for it. Oh, you gotta pay for it. Yeah. I thought it was on Amazon Prime for for free. I mean that. Oh, then curse really. Uh, and I, but speaking of like you know you and paying for stuff, I did watch Halloween Kills. Awful. I told you. I told you that shit was awful. I told you not to watch it. You was like, nah, bro, give me a peacock. I said, bet, use it then. Partner. Shit was trash. <laughs> also, peacock is terrible. Like I every, told you that every, too. <laughs> every 10 minutes I would try to watch this movie, it says, Would you like to keep watching the movie? I'm like, yes, <laughs> I'm watching it. Did you watch presently. a television show where you can't go to the next one? Oh, after you watch two episodes, it starts showing you trailers for the other shit. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about these shows. Keep this shit yeah. running. What's wrong with you? Peacock is the worst streaming app. The worst. Fuck Peacock. But thank you, fellas. Yeah, Bro- oh, yeah. Binge last week, we uh, reviewed Dune. We have the Dune review exclusively on YouTube. On YouTube. So you can, or you can listen to you just want to. Yeah. yeah. Or you could just listen to the whole pod because we did talk about, you know, the Uncharted trailer the news of Hayden Christian joining the Ahsoka series. Uh, Alec Baldwin news, Alec Baldwin. all kind of shit. So, you know, all sorts of stuff on Bros Who Binge last week and, and this week, like, along with our train to Busan, we'll be talking about some other big trailers that came out. Lyndon can finally tell us what he thinks about Cowboy Bebop trailer. Um, Buzz Lightyear. You know, yep. a lot of trailers come also, out this week. Also, I'm going to review Last Night in Soho because I'm going to go watch it. So There you go. Yep, so y'all make sure y'all check out Bros Who Binge. Uh, new anime talk out as well. Y'all check that out. Um, new One Piece manga review out, but that's pretty much it for, oh, make sure you follow me at LimbyWT. Follow me on Letterboxd at LimbyWT. Follow Bros Who Think at uh, Bros Who Think on Twitter. And But for Ian, for Schubert, for Brooklyn, my name is Lyndon. Y'all have a good one. Talk to you next week. Until then, peace!